talk to you about history's greatest bastards i mean that's fair but i think that's someone else's niche that's, I, that is someone else's podcast oh i'm not sure also i, know I that, love pedrito pascal I, I i know we haven't done a podcast in a while but like we do have an intro okay <clears throat> well hey there family stop if it you... <laughs> okay 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 Hello and welcome to episode 134 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Quib. Say hello. Hello. I'm also joined by the Dramble Bamble. Mathieu, say hello. Hi. Okay, close <laughs> enough. How are you lovely, handsome, and charming gentlemen doing this fine day? I'm, I'm doing okay. It's... um. It's it's somewhat uncomfortably warm in our flat, as per usual at this time we of year. We do live in a, a brick oven, yes. Um, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Matt, how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm surviving on bits and bobs of sleep, so that's fine. <laughs> we'll come to that. How are you? We'll come to that. How are you, Snipe? I am doing better. Thank you very much for asking. Oh, I did want to front load because last uh, last podcast I did express that I have had some mental health struggles. And I wanted to say that I received so many PMs and DMs from people being so Lots of emails too, just as a... Lots of emails, just everyone just being super fucking amazing at me. And I have read them all at least once. And I don't know how to reply to things because I can't vocalize how much all of your kind words mean to me so if i haven't replied it's because brain bad brain bad (laughs) but thank you so much everybody it it it's very nice i really appreciate (laughs) it but yes we do have some general news yeah just a little bit of general news um which is uh just to simply say um i i think we by the time when we did the last podcast Mm -hmm. Uh, we had uh, not long had the PO box open, mm. and uh, since then it has been getting ridiculous uh, with what has been sent in. Yeah, so... like no one sent me like anything to do with Pedro Pascal. I am shocked y- and horrified. Yes, they have. Not like not like Shayna's did with the little miniature standee version that just showed up in the fucking house, <laughs> which wasn't a PO box thing. Send me send me Star Wars stuff. <laughs> you just want more mini Pedro Pascals. You have been sent Star Wars stuff though. Yeah, I have, and I love it, but it's not all of the Star Wars stuff <laughs> that my, my gremlin brain demands, because I'm neurodivergent as fuck, and I need more Star Wars. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, Anything but... Mandalorian, and not just the, the Pedro, celebrated Chilean American Pedro. You can't even get it out, you're so excited by it. I'm so excited at the idea of someone sending me a Boba Fett. <laughs> Um, seriously though, uh, thank you everybody for everything that's been sent in. Uh, it has been outrageous and, um, it, it has been, um, a little difficult to keep on top of, but that is the most first world of first world problems. So, um, <laughs> Draw a doesn't have that problem. <laughs> okay. 
No. Maybe I, maybe I should open a P.O. box. <laughs> no, open a P.O. box. It's great. <laughs> People send that you Kinder Egg toys from 20 years ago. <laughs> um, actually, no, it wasn't that long ago. It's like 10 years ago. But um, but anyway, yeah, I just want to say a big, a big thank you to everybody because, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. But... <laughs> That is not the main thrust of this podcast. Yeah, thrust. <laughs> yep, good. We're still all on form. I see. Uh, oh, also, it, um, yeah. Do, do you do you want to explain why it has been so long since we did a podcast? Well, yeah, because apparently some of us can't stop having children, like a loser. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> but um, seriously, though, congrats, dude. Holy yeah, heck! Thank you. Thank you. Heads the, the no sleep. Well, more sleep than last time round, but mm. that's the it was a very very low bar. Mm. <laughs> You've become, I think it's just because you become slightly uh, inoculated towards lack of sleep. Ah, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, if yeah. that were true, which it fucking isn't, I would be completely immune to sleep. This okay, fair. But I think there is a particular type of like baby m- sleep of mercenary sleeping that you have to do <laughs> when mercenary sleeping uh, when when a small child is present. In like the house. gorilla napping. Yeah, like basically. Hiding <laughs> a plant pot you have to shit. sneak it wherever you can. <laughs> I mean, pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh my god yeah, being I mean, a parent sounds very tired I don't know if anyone knows this but apparently it's super exhausting being a parent so I've heard what you do not hell? have time for video games I'll put it that way <laughs> this is why I don't have children <laughs> that and I, I mean, can't take care of at some point apparently self. they start entertaining each other like eventually yeah but that like I've heard that that's usually by putting shaving cream in like your CD drive I mean, and and you, you say, know that only happened like heard. twice, and and like you know, I, I in my defence, uh, that kid <laughs> could have been left alone with one of those gel, uh, the Gillette kind of stuff where you spray it and it's gel, but then it turns into foam, which is basically magic for a six-year-old dad. I swear <laughs> to God, and who the fuck uses those anymore anyway? Apparently. Uh, apparently. I mean, just off the top of my head, complete random scenario. <laughs> um, just kidding, I never gave a fuck. <laughs> but yes, given, given that um, we, uh, we we made the executive decision to not bother arranging a, uh, a podcast for a little oh, while. Oh, I thought you were this, we made the decision to not bother arranging having kids. I was like, <laughs> well, it wasn't something where we ever like, we're like, hmm, now this is the meeting where we sit down and go, shall we have children? Yes, no. And just like, kids? Nah. Um, All right, I'll ask you in two years. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we just didn't, uh, we thought it was, uh, it was probably for the best just to, just to let it slide a little bit and, uh, and, uh, yeah, to give you a yeah. little bit of time to, to get used to things. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> statutory pay. <laughs> I'm not going to get started on that. Our, it makes me very mad. Our podcast has better paternity leave than the UK. Um, <laughs> our podcast has better politics than the UK. I mean, I mean that's not fucking I mean, difficult. Everything basically does at the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anywho, anyway, anyway. <laughs> wib 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 wibbo. Hello. Wibble it just yes. a little bit. Mm-hmm. What you been up to, my her sweet, handsome, sexy man <laughs> with a beard? I, I I I am indeed a little hairy, and I do have a beard. Yeah. Uh, I can't deny this. Uh, I have been doing uh, many things. Uh, I have watched a lot of things. 
Okay, is there anything you can talk about legally? Uh, legally, no. No, um, legally, uh, all of it... Or morally. All of it was um, legal in the countries it was filmed, but... Uh, <laughs> No, no. Uh, I, I watched um... this. This episode of the Misanthropod is sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've been watching. Uh, I watched the complete run of Moon Knight. Oh, oh yeah, it's celebrated I've seen that like. Uh, sorry, you were talking, dude. Matt. Me, I oh, know. I just said I've seen that word somewhere. I have no idea what it is, but I've seen the okay. word Moonlight somewhere. It's it's got celebrated Guatemalan American actor Oscar Isaac. It does, <laughs> yes. Um, basically, it's a, a Marvel thing of a dude who um, gains the power of an Egyptian god. Guatemalan American actor Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. Okay. Um, I'm so glad I stopped the podcast just to remember yes. Oscar Isaac's full name. I did not know Oscar Isaac's wasn't Oscar Isaac's full name. No, well, no. Uh, he, in his own words, he uh, he said to Hollywood, out of his full names, they can pick two, and then they picked the white ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm. right? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. check that yeah. Out, I suppose. Um, he was in a. Uh, we, I mean, you did find out that he was in a in like some ska punk bands before becoming an he's, actor. He was, really? He's like in a, yeah. yeah, he's he's like nice. big into ska punk, and it's just like, how can you get sexier? Yeah. <laughs> the, like, uh, the only um, the only band he was in that I can ever remember the name of is that he was in a band called the Closet Heterosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> he also had blue hair for a while, which was adorable. <laughs> um. But anyway, anyway, he's he's a cool dude. But anyway, uh, yeah, um, in in Moon Knight, um, he plays a character who, um, ha- uh, the the basic thing is, uh, and it's, this is just the basic thing of the character that he has a split personality, and he is also an Egypt, an e- in 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 given the powers of an Egyptian god. You know, very relatable, kind very of relatable stuff. content. Yeah. He's basically the Moonlight Knight from Sailor, the Sailor Moon anime. Uh, I will have to take your word for that. Actually, that fits way better now that I'm thinking about it, and rather than just not, just moving my mouth and not thinking about it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Moon Knight was pretty good. Um. It had a bit of a like every single series that exists uh, in in present day. Uh. The uh, it had some stumbles in the final episode. Um, right. Where it just kind of did a bunch of stuff. You see, I've been trained. But from my early 20s, anytime I get really into like a TV show or anything that's episodic, the final whatever will always suck because there's a writer's strike. Uh, so I just kind of, <laughs> that's my Pavlovian response is, ah, a writer's strike. I don't think this was that. I think it was just everyone's forgot how to write finales to TV shows in the last like five years. Well, you need to set up the next like four seasons and the th- 13 different spin offs, I guess. This not, is true. I don't know this if that's true. what happened in this case, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think he's signed on for another series. Yeah, though. he is not. He's signed... just gone. Yeah, lol. Bye. He's not signed on for any more. Um, so we'll see because it doesn't. The ending sort of sets up for more, which is but, a bit weird for something that may only have one season. I mean, it does seem to line up. I mean, I don't know. This is just sheer kind of just me with my brain meat using it to words out of mouth speculating that's the one yeah thank you i'm glad you know where i went um but around the the whole disney's bullshit with the don't say gay shit and then he's just like yeah no i'm not coming back for season two uh i'm pretty sure this was all done before that yeah 
Uh, I don't but think... The thing is, I know that, like, Oscar Isaac is a, is a massive SJW, so... <laughs> uh, all I'll say is that I would um, not want to speculate on someone's politics uh, regarding these things oh, uh, no, no, unless no, no, they no. said something specific. Yeah, no. I mean, he did say something specific. He just kept shouting the word gay over and over again. I thought that was Mark Hamill. They, he did that too. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but anyway... Um... Yeah, so I had a bit of stumble at the end, but overall, it was quite. It was it was a pretty fun little little series. Uh, it was definitely one where I was sitting there and going, you know, I kind of feel like uh, Marvel would uh, benefit from occasionally releasing shows that weren't set within the MCU, mm-hmm. um, because because I mean, look at the problem. I mean, look at how well comic books do with it. Oh wait, it's a clusterfuck of nonsense and nightmares. Well, it's just because some of the stories feel like they stop being as interesting when they're part of everything else. But if they're a thing on its own, then they they feel more like they're important to their own. Their own narrative is more important, you know. Uh, also, the Eternals like... had this problem as well, but the Eternals was also terrible. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, that's kind of a separate thing. But um, what I will say, though, is that um, Oscar Isaac's um, English accent he has in it, whilst it does make sense, his accent is very strange because he's playing an English guy for a large chunk of okay, it. Okay, okay. So I'm going to stop you right there. Um, as someone who didn't grow up in England um, and whose mother was English... And would try and force an Australian accent anytime she fucking could. Um, his accent sounds perfect <laughs> to me. I don't know yeah. what you're getting mad about. Yeah, it's not terrible, but there's just some. It's like the uncanny valley of English accents to me. It sounds exactly like an English accent it, does to me. It's just subtly. It it's. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. I kind of narrowed it down for uh, that. It often feels like his dialogue is written for a slightly different type of dialect um, than he's actually using. So it leads to this kind of like. Or I guess it's the accent and dialect are, are out of sync sometimes. It you, feels. You mean to kind me, of like um, he's written like a Cockney, but he talks like a royal. I, I guess that would be an example. It's not that's not that's not what it is, but it is that kind of thing. It, no, that, I'm saying yeah. it's akin to that. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's a little strange. Um, Sorry, the uh, bacon and cheese instant pot mashed potato I had earlier was repeating on me. I mean, that Did you was... have another one. Yeah, I ate another one. <laughs> I bought one today, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty hungry. Yeah, go on. There, there's like, a million other things you could have bought that <sighs> would do better for your insides than whatever the fuck that was. I don't know. It's like wall paste or some shit. Fucking... It pretty much is. Yeah, but like, it... if you add enough butter to it, yes, it's it starts tasting less like awful smash and just tastes like buttery smash, but it's still smash at the end of the day. Yeah, but I put a little pinch of pepper, a little bit of garlic powder in there, and I put a little bit of uh, onion grain put... so I put a little, and now I'm just like, yeah, that didn't help. You can put garlic, pepper, and butter into PVA glue, but it's still glue. <laughs> okay, yes, but then it's tasty glue. And surely that's... I feel like once you've gone beyond adding, like, any one extra to it, it's actually then, at that point, less effort to just make mashed potatoes. Look, 
If you want to discuss the logical holes in my weird, like, presumed ADHD logic, feel free. You are not the first person to do so. Yeah, this goes right, through my right, head while right. I'm making it, going, yeah, right, okay. for fuck's sake, there is salad in the fridge. <laughs> there is salad in the fridge. There why is nice I, food I, in the flat why right can't, now. Why can't I... Ah! Also, I got Vegemite sent gifted to me in the mail today, so ah, I had nice. Vegemite on toast for the first time in two years. And I think I've got. I think someone else bought me some as well, and that's we're on gonna, its way. We're just gonna have so much fucking Vegemite. Yeah, I saw you voted about it. And I, was, I was close to hitting order, and I hadn't got around to it yet. So that's good to know. I, I feel bad because I was just having a generic moan, and then people are like. Like like four jars of Vegemite show up on my door, and I'm like, oh. This I is did the not danger. Say it for that. This oh, is no. the danger of whenever there is a method of sending things to you, is that mm. uh, you you do ha- you do start to rethink your casual moans on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but no, I just sat this mo- this morning, and I had like, what did I have for breakfast? I had like, I had like a rice cake, a cheese string. Uh, Three sugar-free gummies, half a packet of Haribo, like the the solo things, um, and a coffee with a biscotti. (laughs) And I was. And you wonder why my segments take so long to get through? Because the oh yeah, we're on your segment of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, everyone's bored of you talking about fucking space whatever. No one gives a shit about space 100 and fucking 69. I'm talking Who about Moon Knight. It's set entirely on Earth. Space It's Moon Knight. I want to watch Space 169. <laughs> Fine, I'll talk about Space 169, otherwise known as Picard Season 2. Okay, oh, yeah, okay, no, I, no, I don't. Uh, I'm sure you're going to regale us with tales of Battlestar Galactica and fucking. Nah, I don't like Battlestar Galactica. You're uh, my my, uh, I, my contentious had... opinion about uh, about it, I don't actually like the. Who's reboot. the Starbuck person? Because I've been told that I'm a lot like her. No, you can act. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Ooh. unnecessarily mean. I think it's probably down to the directing, at the least of what, at least of what I what I saw. Um, that character was either under or overacted, and nothing in between. And it was uh, very frustrating to watch. Uh, but I am aware that my opinions about Battlestar Galactica are different to literally everyone else's. So mm-hmm. feel free to tell me I'm wrong. But also don't. Uh, because I... <laughs> but also don't because you'd hurt my fifis. Because I <laughs> don't care. It's my opinion. I'm allowed to have it. Um, <laughs> speaking of contentious opinions about sci-fi, uh, Picard Season 2 I thought was alright. Uh, everyone hates it. Everyone despises it. Uh, loads of people think it's the worst season of Star Trek ever made. Um, Who's the hot pilot guy? Oh, uh, fuck. His name's falling out of my head. Um, Not Rico, is it? No. Fuck, doesn't matter. I'm, te- but, I'm terrible but with names. But is hot pilot man in it? He is, he is in it, yes. Then how could anyone not like it? <laughs> um... Well, yeah. that, you need to watch it for Hot Pilot Man. Yeah, the same um, as Hot Pilot Man in the first season. Yes. yes. Hot... Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's on our list. Mm. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> but, He's yeah, on I've my not... list. I'll get yeah. there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've not heard great things. Yeah, a lot... Like, it, it's a weird one, because, like, I was watching... And it, like, without giving away specifics, because you haven't seen it, and I was like, you know, I don't want to give spoilers away for it. But the overall thing about it is that it is kind of retreading ground of lots of previous episodes and movies of Star Trek. Right. Um, so it's not really doing much new. 
but like I get the distinct it's one of those things where I, I don't know it feels like I went into it expecting you know I knew it was a time travel thing where they were coming back to present day and I, I knew what the format of the show was of this heavily serialized kind of thing and so I went into it expecting the show it was um, I will say that you are significantly more pragmatic than the majority of people. This is true. So that, um, that does give you a bit of a uh, an unfair advantage. <laughs> so, I, so like when it when it was what it was, um, I, it didn't bother me, and I was like, "Ah, eh, this is this is what I was expecting. Eh, it's fine. It's got you know Patrick Stewart going around being Patrick Stewart. That's good. I like to see Patrick Stewart <laughs> just existing and acting because yeah. he's." He just makes me happy that he's there. He's just kind of charming. and It's like you've got sweetheart grandpa, and then you've got hot pilot man. Yeah, you've got um, yeah, Seven like... of Nine in a series uh, which actually respects her as a character occasionally. Holy shit. Um, which Voyager never did, so, you know, that's good. Um, and, and yeah, like... It's a weird one, because I, I, I both 100% understand the critiques about it. Um, but also, they just don't really bother me, and I, I occasionally am left with the impression that um, the version of the show that everyone else is seeing is like a slightly different version to the one I'm seeing that's like 30% worse. Because um, it feels like everyone's just being really, really unreasonably harsh to it at every single step, and I don't quite get it. I get it because those, like, you know... And it's, I love now, like I love next gen. Like to be oh, clear, no, like this TNG isn't like fucking you know, rules. Don't, um, get me, don't, get me, don't get me wrong, but like it is something that is incredibly close to a lot of people's hearts. And it kind of came out, um, and the first season was real good, real fun, a little bit predictable, but who cares? I I was entertained. Hmm. Um, we we know that Riker makes good pizza. Yeah, so that's, that's what we needed. That's all I needed to know. Um, and then, like, see, you see season two, and it's like, yeah, there, there were a couple of plot threads there that were a bit, mm, this could have been done a bit better. Um, and you know that people are kind of, like, probably quite still built up from the first season. I don't know. I, I, the, the first season... And again, um, you are a dyed-in-the-wall pragmatist. No, this is not me talking about my <laughs> opinions. Um, what I'm saying is, is that... Um, other, from what I've I've seen from other people, um, that Picard season one did have a fairly mixed reception amongst people as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So my my opinions completely aside from that, I kind of I, I think this this was more just kind of the nail in the coffin for some people. I feel. Okay. Um. But yeah. Um. However, uh, just like Moon Knight, uh, well, actually, much worse than Moon Knight. The final episode is a right mess. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, it's. Let's just say there's various plot threads that just kind of... You sit there and you go, hmm, you could have uh, resolved that. Uh, in You know, you didn't need that whole extra bit on the end there. It really didn't need to be there. The fixing the misunderstanding was enough. Um, the whole extra thing you did there, not really necessary. Uh, and that, that um, character you didn't know what to do with, just pasting over the fact that they didn't have an end to their arc with a cameo, uh, that seemed a bit out of place, personally. Fucking rider strikes, man. It gets some effort. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, 
so that's the thing. And if they didn't do all that stuff, then maybe they could have fleshed out the the resolution to everything with Q to make it not seem quite so. I, I don't know. It feels well, do you like consider that a spoiler. No, because Q appears in episode one, and he was in all of the promotional material. Okay, see, I I, I won't pay no attention to yeah. that. So, um, it, it, it's a it's a series where Q is the is the um, driving force of what start what what happens. So yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, what they did with him, what they did with him, and how they resolved it, it was like ah! I think the general sketch of it was fine but it it's i i feel like it got rushed through quite quickly and there needed to be a bit more back and forth mm. with uh with what was what was going on because i don't know it just it it felt like it went from like in the conversation kind of went from a to c and just missed out b completely mm. you know what i mean yeah i will say there was one scene i saw which i'm not going to spoil it but there's a point where um he touches a guy's face and the acting, like Picard touches a guy's face, mm. and that the acting in that, I I really like that. Scene. Oh, there's, there's, that scene was great. There's lots of really good moments in the show, but the overarching yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. Like I want to say, like my my defense of it is not saying it was brilliant. I oh, I, I just yeah. thought it was fine. I was entertained by it. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently, I'm in the minority in thinking that. So you know, whatever. Uh, your mileage may vary. Um, Speaking of, an- of another thing that apparently my opinion is more contentious than I believed, uh, which is I watched, uh, well, this morning, actually, uh, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> that, those, that, those words I was not expecting out of your mouth, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, well, it was new and it was put on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, which is a good sign. And it is... <sighs> I watched a little bit of it with you, and it's just... The only thing I can say is, holy shit, Monterey Jack was voiced by an actual Australian for a change. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoa. (laughs) It was voiced by fucking Eric Banner. (laughs) Eric Banner? Yeah. Yeah, it's a a movie that I'm actually struggling to kind of, you know, pin, like, what it's for. Because... It feels like a copyright thing of, like, oh, shit, all these characters... (laughs) It, it's it's they they license so many fucking characters like so many like like Stan's dad from South Park's in it like for a couple of seconds. What? I'm not sure if does Disney own Comedy Central? They own. I mean, probably. They're a monopoly. They probably own fucking everything. Yeah, that's the thing. I think a lot of them are just put under the Disney umbrella. Although there were some that they did have to license, like a handful of like Warner Brothers characters. Yeah, um, like Batman's in it briefly. It, again, um, it's just kind of like a character pops in and goes, "Hello, I am character," and then that's it. Yeah, so that's the scene. So, to, so if you've not seen stuff about it, and if you haven't, then um, I envy you. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but not as good. Um, ah, pretty okay. much, um, most of the stuff that's supposed to be traditionally animated of tunes living in the world are actually three D animated. That they're a CGI model, but cel shaded. And it's really fucking obvious. On some characters, it's not so bad. On um, Chip, because Dale has the th- the surgery to make him be a three D rendered character. It's it's a, a throwaway joke that never really pays off, except for one joke that could have easily been written differently later on. Um, and so I'm not really sure why they did it because it just made it look messy and weird. Um, 
but yeah, so Chip is entirely CGI, despite supposedly being traditionally animated. Um, and I understand why, because there's lots of shots that would have been a nightmare to do with traditional animation, and it does take a lot of effort to do it properly. But it does make the whole thing look a bit worse, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weirdly unfunny movie, and I don't mean that in the in that the jokes don't land, although only one of the jokes in the entire movie actually kind of made me laugh. Um, and that was it wasn't even a laugh, it was just I went, huh. Yeah. That's referred to as a snook. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just most of the time, it's not telling jokes. It's a weirdly kind of... The story is weirdly straight. Like, it just... Well, there's your problem. Yeah, it <laughs> just... There's more queers in there. It queers just, like me. It just does the whole thing, like, kind of as is. Um, and though it does have... You know, it gets a little bit goofier later on... Um, I don't know. It just doesn't, it it just doesn't really work, and it does. It has that real annoying habit of a lot of like meta kind of comedy things, where it goes, "Oh, it's terrible when when in reboots they do this," and then once they've highlighted that it's bad, then they just do it. It's like straight faced, like, and it's like you know, um, there's there's one that you can kind of get away with. Um, there is a rap in it. And earlier on, you see the chipmunks as in Alvin and the chipmunks rapping. And Chip is like, God, they do a reboot and they have to make them rap. And then when they are forced to rap later, at least there's like a bit of a setup and then payoff for it. But a couple of times they just say the thing and then do the thing. The annoying thing is, is it Chip that's voiced by Andy Samberg? Dale is voiced by Andy Samberg. Yeah, Dale is... I always get them confused, because Chip sounds like, like a Drongo name, whereas Dale doesn't to me. But I... Whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, no, and it's like... And he's rapping, and he's bad at it, and it's like, just let him rap. That would have been funnier. Yeah, if he was actually good at it, that would have been a funny joke. Yeah, just, like, let him actually do that, for fuck's um, sake. I'm getting mad at it, and I only saw the last, like, 15 fucking minutes. You saw way more of it than you want to believe. Oh, it's only an hour and a half long. It's not actually a very long movie. Oh, Christ. Uh, not by today's standards. Anything else? Um, but the, uh, I mean, I, it, it's one of those movies that I do feel a lot of people seem to really like and think it's very, very funny. And God bless you. Uh, I'm glad that you you got joy out of it. But like, it seems to be one of those movies that it elicits strong reactions from people. <laughs> um, I just thought it was. Yeah. There's lots of people who fucking hate it, uh, and a lot of people <laughs> that seem to really like it. So you know. Whatever, although uh, it has, um, shall we say, not escaped without controversy, because not only is uh, Chip voiced by, um, oh, what's his name, uh, Mulaney? John, John Mulaney? Mulaney? Um, who, uh, I didn't know that either. Holy yeah, shit. which obviously, uh, at the time of recording, um, he's, um, you know, not particularly well liked by a large chunk of people for uh, allowing, for basically letting a, uh, a transphobe do a bunch of transphobic jokes as an opener for his set um, by su- surprising a lot of people in the audience. So that's cool to yeah. ambush people with mm. um, bigotry. Um, so yeah, so it meant that a lot of people were going into it like finding it difficult to hearing that voice and being like, you know, it's still quite raw, and I understand that. And the other, the other bit of con- uh, controversy is um, to without with trying to skirt around spoilers as much as possible. Um, the villain of the piece is an ex Disney character who 
was basically cast aside as they got older and so uh, is now has now turned evil but the original voice actor for that character was cast aside by Disney as they got older and then led to drug addiction and eventual early death on the streets. So it comes across as a real bad taste. Ooh, yeah. um, that feels incredibly... Because oh. I, I don't think they did it intentionally. But someone I, must but have noticed. I have, to, I have to believe that there is still good somewhere. Yeah. Because like, oh, it's like it could have been any character, but you specifically chose that one. Yeah. Like... Honey, that's so fucked. Yeah, it Come was. On. That's one of those things where it's it, it's like I didn't know that going into it, but I was speaking to someone who did know that going into it, and they were like, "Yeah, it just soured the whole thing." Mm. And I can understand that because if you have that, it's that thing you know. If you have that information in your brain, then you, yeah, that's that's a real fucking arsy thing to have just in yeah. there. It's, mm. Um. Although the weird thing is, they had a weird commitment to, like, accuracy of, like, voice actors and things. So, like, loads of characters come back to do their voices. Doesn't David Tennant have, like, a two-second cameo? David Tennant does Scrooge McDuck for, like... I don't think he really has a line. He's just generally, like, going, ha-ha, woo-hey. And it's David Tennant for, like, two seconds. Well, I mean, the easiest 50 grand he's ever made. Skeletor (laughs) has his original voice actor back, uh, who briefly appears in it. Um, like tons of actors who like uh were in things here and there would reprise their characters for like small little roles and things. Well, isn't Jim Cummings in it? Oh, Jim Cummings like, is in literally like, everything. He's literally yeah. in everything. Yeah. So. Um, and and yeah, so it's like they were weirdly committed to certain elements of it, and I I don't know. It's it's a weird movie. I I I personally I don't hate it but i i'm just like perplexed by its existence it strikes me as a very kind of well i've watched that now yeah it was like wreck it ralph was kind of like okay i've watched that sure yeah then you just move on uh although it did lead to me uh finding a very funny tweet where someone was saying like people being um angry about it you know a misunderstanding like like the thing they weren't intending it to be a spiritual successor to who framed roger rabbit and i was and uh, and i was like Random Twitter person, I want you to know that when they were making it, I, I looked upon the like production. I had because I had to look up about the production of this movie once I'd watched it. I had to know who who did this, uh, who is to blame, um, and yeah, Roger Rabbit. It was intended like they were trying to make something that was a spiritual successor to Roger Rabbit. That was what they were trying to do, which is why Roger Rabbit appears in it very briefly. And they have a reference right at the end when someone is going through like a bunch of weapons um, to hurt tunes. And in that is a small jar of dip from Roger, who framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, who was traumatized not only by the villain and who framed Roger Rabbit, but by the fucking shoe murder? Oh, yeah. It's fucking that rough. was horrific. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Need to relive some of that childhood trauma. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, it is a movie. Although it is very funny that it made 4chan very upset. Because uh, they're all racist idiots. Yes. Um, because um, they established that uh, Gadget Hackwrench, the um, lady mouse in the Rescue Rangers, got together with Zipper after the show ended. You know um, the little fly dude? Yeah. And they've had uh, like 40-odd kids. 
But the um, thing is, uh, he's he's voiced by a guy with a very deep voice, kind of like as a joke, because it's like, oh yeah, he was playing like a kiddie fly person in the Rescue Rangers, but that's actually what he sounds like. He's, he's yeah. a fully grown up, like, dude. And he's like a stay-at-home dad and stuff. Yeah, um, and that's made uh, 4chan uh, very mad, apparently, which is very funny. Yeah. Uh, because their beloved gadget has been sullied, um, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, I've also started watching Babylon 5 uh, after many, many, many years of putting it off. Um, I like it when the guys with the weird hair get really angry. Yeah, that's like most of the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you weren't not familiar, Babylon 5 was a show that um, came out a very, around a very similar time as Deep Space Nine and features a um, space station in which lots of different alien races hang around in to try and um, maintain peace between different factions. Uh huh. Doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really good. It's generally good. It has... The, the special effects have aged very poorly because they opted to go for CGI right, before yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the shows did. And it shows. It's real rough. Um, but it is buoyed by just having a really good story. Um, I'm up to season three now. And... Um, it's got super, super good. And the funniest thing about it is that the two most engaging characters in it are characters called Jakar and Londo, who are who start off as borderline just comedy characters in the first season. They're two ambassadors for their respective races. Um, the, lizard men and bad hair people. The Narn and the Centauri. Um, <laughs> and uh, they kind of are just kind of doing hijinks mostly. Um, and, but by season three, like, they have, like, these brilliantly acted scenes, like, where they go, like, as actors, they're fucking going for it. Um, and yeah, genuinely really good. Also, um, watching it in the year of our Lord 2022, um, has a, has a very interesting vibe because part of the, the background thing that's going on with it is that the space station is run by, like, the um, Earth, like, Earth Alliance, I think is what its actual thing is. Um, and they are slowly becoming more, they're becoming fascists, like, back home. And so you're, and so on Babylon 5, this space station, you know, light years away from it, they're getting it slowly drip-fed through to them, how fucked up it is getting back home. Yeah, that's something cre- I want to watch for fucking escapism. And they really have been rank uh, and like it's not something they just kind of suddenly spring on you. It's been slowly ramping up over all three seasons of the authoritarianism creeping in. Like, oh yeah, you know, you can get an extra fifty credits a month by joining the Night Watch, which is just like a voluntary scheme where you know you just keep an eye on everyone to make sure that community you know community safety, you know, community safety and all that. And then it's like you know, report anything you see that's a bit weird. You know, like it doesn't matter what it is. Like, don't worry, nothing's too small. We'll decide if it's something to be concerned about. To uh, well, you know, the, you know, if someone's doing something un uh, unpatriotic, then you really need to report them, you know. And it just gradually rank, uh, you know, ramps up, and yeah, real, real good, real good, uh, upsetting, a bit close but good. to the bone, very yeah. close to the bone. Mm, um, but yeah, okay. uh, 
Yeah, a genuinely really good show. Uh, I mm. I am glad that I have finally got around to watching it after putting it off for what twenty five years ish, slightly more than twenty five oh, years. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> so I was saying the other day, it's like, oh, yeah, two thousand and seven was like a few like like six years ago, and you were like, it was fifteen, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my flat. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, no, good, good, good show. Um, I have played a couple of video games as well. It, Ooh, nice. I'm sorry, are you bringing video games into our good bullshit podcast? I know, it's terrible. How dare you? Uh, I've played uh, Chaos Gate Demon Hunters, which is the new 40k game where you play as the Grey Knights. Apparently I'm in that. Because like, our friend Longfrang was streaming it, and I got a message from him going, Posh Snipe in the stream, Posh Snipe, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I got another, I got another couple of messages. I think you turned around and was like posh snipe, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And yeah, there's there's a character with grey hair and who, who's posh. Yeah, so that's posh snipe now. Um, but yeah, so I played some of that on stream, um, and it's obviously a very uh, a very uh, long uh, long awaited sequel to the original Chaos Gate, which I think came out in like 1997 or eight. It was a while ago. Um, and I want to commend them for having the most um, accurate um, reimagining of an old game. Because if you can remember back to our kind of bad um, first scripted video we did about the old 40k games. Um, We're all born and we talked, ignorant and can't walk. <laughs> and we talked about Chaos Gate and how it had a bug that meant that on modern machines, the sound from the cultists firing their gun made the game crash. Um, they have replicated it by a certain weapon that cultists can wield in the remake has a sound bug that means that its sound doesn't play. I appreciate that level of continuity. I appreciate was... that level of headcanon you've got going. <laughs> it was definitely not intentional, but it did make me laugh. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, but yeah, no, uh, so the fun thing, uh, fun thing about it, it is like kind of a very XCOM-like game, you know. You have a bunch of marines, you are slowly building up your base to take on these threats, and your marines can permanently die if they get damaged too much. That's one of the few things that makes me never ever want to get involved with an XCOM-like kind of game. I understand Because that. I'm like, no. Mm. I get, I, okay, okay, I... I, I went shopping today, and I came back, and there was a worm on the bitumen. And I was like, oh no, he's going to die if I leave him there. So I picked him up, and I, I just chucked him into the grass. I, I got ten paces down the fucking road, and then I stopped with this huge swell of just genuine guilt and horror. And was like, I just threw that worm. It was probably like, it. what if, it, what if I made it feel sick? What if I made it feel scared? Because I just yeeted it. I should have gently placed it. it oh no, I'm guilty again. Yeah, it, it's it's fine. Worms are pretty resilient creatures. I know, but I feel really bad because it was so I've, impolite. Don't feel bad. You saved it from getting trodden on. Yeah, and you didn't yeah, over arm throw it. No, I didn't. Over, I just kind of <laughs> just flicked it off to the side. You know, yeah, you just, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. I fucking proper cricket bowled it. <laughs> 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 fucking cop that, you crazy bitch. Um, oh, I still feel a little guilty. I can't remember why I brought up that really embarrassing anecdote <laughs> it's it's fine um but um one thing that i think um makes you know really elevates this um from like your standard kind of XCOM uh imitator 
is that it has a lot of like environmental stuff you can do. Um, so like, you know, when you go through a door, you don't just open the door, you kick it as hard as possible until it shatters into a million pieces because you're a fucking space marine. Like, like how, how I do. Yes. Um, (laughs) and you can then like charge into pillars to make them fall down on enemies (laughs) or, um, you know, blow up gantries to like knock people down, um, there's also my, I think my favorite that I've encountered so far, like she knock over statues and, th- and things like that. Uh, but my favorite one so far has been uh, where you can go down to like, there's a sewer grate on like this. Um... Can you pick it up and yeet it like a discus? Yes. What? I was making that up. That yeah, sounds no. so cool. You fucking yeet it. It's great. Oh. <sighs> I was just like, what's the stupidest thing I can think of? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh more effective than shooting them with a bolter for some reason <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's it's sending a fucking message although i will admit uh when because i was playing it on stream and we came up with a few um because you can rename your characters they maintain their surname because they so they can say their own surname um, <laughs> like like pokemon yeah it's weird sometimes you'll click on them and they'll just say John their own charmander yeah they just say their own name sometimes <laughs> John Charmander. <laughs> Hi there. This is the gritty American like <laughs> remake of the Pokemon movie. But we came up with two. two we have two characters. I because I, I was naming them as, as we went. But one of them was um, there is a, a character. There is a, a class which I, I forget what they're actually called offhand because um, I forget the different types of Grey Knights when I'm not like you know looking in the book. Um, <laughs> but the ones that have the teleporter backpacks. And so, oh, those ones. Yeah. So when people are overwatching you, um, you can teleport behind them. Oh, um, no. And so because we instantly de- <laughs> we instantly decided that he was doing the it's nothing personnel kid. <laughs> he teleports behind you. Um, I ha- obviously gave him double swords because that's the most edge lord weapon that was in there. Well, I mean, there's so many edges. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I named. And I wanted to name him Shadow the Hedgehog. Good, um, but good. it wouldn't let me name him, so his name was just Shadow Hedge. <laughs> My name is Shadow Hedge. My parents died before I was born. No, we decided to have like a regional uh, a- a British accent, and it would be more like uh, it's nothing personnel, our kid. Our <laughs> kid. Um, <laughs> like um from uh, uh, like a Birmingham <laughs> or. No. Are you going for which which bit are you going from? No, I was yeah. thinking like, is okay. that a thing they do in Birmingham? Our, our kid is used in a lot of places. It's even used around here by some people. Yeah. Okay. Like my grandparents, you'll occasionally hear him use our kid. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the other one was that uh, uh, our apothecary. Um, someone suggested we call them Jeffrey, as in Jeffrey Coombs, because he was played Ratchet. <laughs> Can I get you a pen? Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, Dr. Herbert West. Um, so I just ended up calling him Jeff, and his surname was Gar, so everyone just started speaking like cavemen. <laughs> Me, Jeff Gar. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Gar, have PhD. <laughs> 
Jeff Gar, Gar worker working on dissertation. It's quite hard. Jeff Gar wrote eight thousand pages on dissertation. We couldn't. Quite... Jeff Gar created new name for viruses. What is he a vir- virologist? Oh, he's, he's, he's a medical doctor. He's an apothecary, so he's sort of like I suppose it's close. Chemistry. He'd be more GP, I suppose. <laughs> he's more of a general practitioner. <laughs> Jeff Gar want like, Doctor Jeff Gar want Lucy Smith to room three. <laughs> yeah, so the, so the the chat was just full of that for like half an hour. <laughs> you ever sit there and think, "Fuck chat mm. for being funnier than we are." Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun little game. Um, I, I I've been enjoying it. Uh, I, I need to play more of it, but I've had too much work to do, so I haven't had a chance to go back to it. Yeah. Uh, and finally, I played a bit of the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Yeah, I I've, huh. I've been wanting to stream this, but brain gremlins have been fucking me up so mm. you streamed it without me and seemed to have a good old fun time yeah i streamed uh, epi- i mean lego games are just so fucking cute yeah i streamed episode one and yeah it was it, it's, it's it's solid um it it, rem- it was it kind of took me back to you know when you'd play like an old licensed game and it would have you'd have your, your core gameplay but then there'd be a driving section and then there'd be a turret section and then there'd be like a flying section and that was just how games were and that's been slowly sort of dissipating away so that games kind of just how they are what they are and whilst they might have segments like that they they don't stand out as much because they're just part of the generalized mechanics of the game yeah yeah um also it, i it was kind of a throwback to those old old mm, games yeah um it also i don't know it to me, it felt a lot better than the older Lego games because I remember playing a lot of the older ones. Well, I say a lot. I played a handful of them. And I, and even though they are literal games for babies, um, I I never liked how they they controlled. I always felt they just felt weirdly stodgy and unpleasant they to play. They felt a bit bricky. <laughs> I sp- Thank you for the perfunctory and polite laugh yeah. there, Drama. I really appreciate that. <laughs> My yeah. husband looked at me when, with sheer and utter disdain in his eyes. His his eyes, the glint in them darkened, it and was... for a split second, he saw. He let me see through <laughs> the 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 dull exhaustion levied at me, and I saw the void of disappointment that he clutches for me in his soul. You know, it was more. I was trying to work out what you fucking meant. I can't remember what I even said. You said it felt bricky, and I don't know. Bricky. What, I don't know what that would mean because, like, stodgy, stodgy means something to me. Oh, uh, brick. Whereas, like, brick is like. Do you mean like it's on rails? Like it's really no, like it's, it's defined. Like uh, it, it, it's bricky, full of bricks. It's like oh, rough as bricks in it. Oh fuck, all these bricks. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Lego, Lego Star Wars <laughs> is pretty good, but I understand if you don't want to play it because it was the production of a whole bunch of crunch. So I don't blame you if you don't want to play it. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not bad if you do find yourself in possession of it. Yeah. Um, it it's the 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 best feeling Star Wars game I have played of the like five I've played. So mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Um, but that's me done. So uh, I shall now pass over to the drummed Matthew. The drummed Matthew is here. Whomst I shall now ask. Whomst? What have you been doing aside from, uh, you know, looking after new life in this world? I thought you, were, I thought you were going to take that a completely different way, like all the horrible jokes I was making before we started recording. No, because because I respect his wife. Uh, I, I really respect. I respect Ruth too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You're looking at me genuinely. <laughs> no, 
No, I was joking. It was a joke. <gasps> it's fine. She doesn't listen. It's good. <laughs> Are you saying that Ruth's like a worm? (laughs) No! (laughs) Honey, honey, everyone's joking. Everyone's laughing. It's okay. Don't worry. We we know you you care and you're nice. I'm just verbally an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's move on. Um, Yeah, made a new human, I guess. Um, Wow, okay. Not done much in the way of... I mean, I, 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 I didn't do too much... Apart from, you know, a bit of effort like 10 months ago, I guess. Um. <laughs> I love a, a bit of effort. You know, we, we were watching that new Amazon thing where they've got like the adverts on, so I had to be quick. But yeah. <laughs> um, So not done much in the way of like games and shit. We've watched some TV though. Um, oh yeah. It's mostly season two. It's Well, it's nothing new in terms of like series. So Gentleman Jack season two. I mentioned oh yeah, you mentioned ago. Yeah, yeah. That's... That's just that's just more expensive Jackie D's. Yeah, it is. Um, it's single barrel stuff, right? Or something. I don't know. Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know, it's, I don't like whiskey because no one fucking likes whiskey. And if you think you like whiskey, whiskey. you're wrong. It's gross. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey is gross and bad and yucky. And the only whiskey anyone should ever like, uh, there's only two whiskeys you're ever allowed to like. One is the fucking like frenetic alphabet. Phonetic. Phonetic alphabet. Yeah, right. yeah, fine, cool, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's a W from the phonetic yeah, alphabet. Uh, okay. And yeah. Jack Daniels Agent Whiskey from Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Those are the only two whiskeys you're allowed to like. And if you think you like whiskey, you've been fucking gaslit by the world because that shit is fucking Drano and I want it dead. It's fucking awful. <laughs> I want to remind everyone that when you inevitably comment to tell Snipe that um, she's wrong because it's perfectly acceptable to like whiskey. You're you, wrong! You are just giving the the podcast um, engagement and encouraging Snipe. So, I, no, no, I don't no, I don't care. You can fucking encourage me all day. I whiskey is fucking shit. It's <laughs> shit liquid for twats. I don't even like it, but you know. It's stupid. It's dumb. See, what I'm taking from all of this is that now I now think that all Australians are best friends with their drains. I was like, hey Drano <laughs> <laughs> Drano no. No, 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 no. No. Is that it's not a, the nickname it's... you give your drains? No. Because that's, if, that's... if you were, if okay. I'll rephrase no, it. That's, if you that's were to the give your dra- pucker. It, what? Yeah. No, it's not. You just made that up. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what we call ice poles over there. Alright. I don't I don't want to tell you. Alright, come on. Come Z- on. Duper's. Zuper Duper's. I don't know what I call it. Is that entire country? Five. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what no, it's like you know, um uh what are they called? There's like a it's it's like a garden pole. With a bit of... You mean a strimmer? Yeah, strimmer. We call them whippersnippers. Yeah, I know that one's true. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that one's true? Well, I know that one's definitely true because your fucking parents used to say that. Well, yeah, because that was the one thing they were correct about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say if they said it, that probably means it's not that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I remember going with my father to a uh, like a garage uh, in Australia and he was like, all right, mate, got any whippersnippers? And the mate was like, oh, whippersnippers, mate. You want a whippersnipper? 
Oh, do you want do you want a new one or you want a second-hand whippersnipper? And my father was like, ah, I'll go for a second-hand one, eh? And the guy was like, ah, yeah. And people say English slang is incomprehensible. <laughs> it's not whippersnipper. It sounds like what it do. It's a it's strimmer. whippy and snippy. <laughs> <laughs> the look that you just fucking gave me. Oh, my God. Fucking Australia, man. Um, I mean, fair. Oh, yeah, Gentleman Jack. So how's that fucking shit-ass whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> season yes. two, you said? Yeah, it's good. It's interesting. So season one was... I don't know if anyone remembered me talking about it. It's about a... Oh, history. Not Victoria. Who was before Victoria? Tudor. Edwardian. No. Edwardian? No, it's like 1830. It's set in like 1830. I don't even care about the voice. Presbyterian. Um, Ch- but like a Shush. a lesbian woman who's in a relationship or a bunch of relationships but obviously can't do that publicly but sort of almost can people suspect things anyway the first season was quite interesting because it was all about her relationships and everything just gals being pals um, based off a real person who wrote a shit ton of like diaries so we've got like quite detailed descriptions of basically everything but i'm sure historians have just been like look how close closer friends these ladies were they slept in the same bed they made each other come just you know gals being <laughs> pals it's so sweet I, probably historically to have i imagine where, well, but... it's so weird that they never married <laughs> <laughs> well they did sort of marry actually not legally because they weren't allowed to legally oh no no they... i meant like, like marriage in the way that has, a lot of historians will only acknowledge if you're married to like if you're a female married to a male, you know mm. that kind of thing. Oh yes, they and they lived with the, you know the, the the collection of lady friends up until death, and they never 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 really met the right man, which is sad for them. <laughs> it's like at that time, uh. come on, really? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah, it's the second season is interesting because like there is still all the relationship stuff, but that's a sort of almost an aside and it's mostly just we're seeing how much of like because you sort of side with her even though she's like posh and rich and whatever yeah well now it's dwelling more on that so there's way more about how she's a massive tory and how she's Ugh. like just a dick to all of her servants and all this sort of stuff so it's like okay we, we like it's interesting going from like having the main character in a series being like the like one you think you know she's she's not perfect in the first season but like is still like on her side to so now you're watching mm. it like she's just a dick which isn't mm. her fault because everyone who was rich i was about to say back then i would rephrase everyone who's rich <laughs> and we don't mean that you pull like 60 grand a year we mean elon like, musk yeah and like, those those cunts yeah go, <laughs> yeah like of course she was a dick but it's not interesting now that you actually get to see it and it's like oh mm. that's interesting like you know yeah you don't normally see the protagonist of the show being like that awful yeah. And at least not like as a sort of twist. It's not, it's not even a twist, but like it's that wasn't the focus of the first season at all. But yeah, it's just a quite interesting development. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Third and final season of Derry Girls. Oh, I've heard out, that's really and it's good. Oh, it's excellent in terms of like the comedy and things. It's like just as good as the other seasons. But like, man, like I have learned so much like Irish history from Derry Girls. Like it's well, I mean, Northern Irish I, history is British history, like UK history. Like we should have mm, learned that in school because it was not. It's, that it's long almost ago. as if the English like, had a vested just, interest yeah, in not right? teaching like, any of this I shit. Knew that, but like, yeah, I've learned yeah, so much actually, more. Yeah, like, emotional, like, it. yeah, getting me in mm. tears. History about a part of my country than anything in school or anything. It's it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. It should really be taught. It's yeah. done really well, and it's like it wraps up really nicely. There's like a like a bonus episode, or well, there's like seven episodes rather than six, and that, that just to make sure it was all wrapped up really nicely yeah. and it ended. Yeah, it was really really good. I can highly I recommend. Honestly, I honestly, I have watched a couple of episodes, but I found it kind of difficult to get into because this is not something I'm familiar with. This isn't where I grew up. This isn't mm. in the same kind. Because I didn't, I didn't really hear about the troubles TM. Um, that much because I, I was a kid. I I could be politically ignorant. Was it 1999 you moved over here? Was it 2000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so. yeah. So that was. You That's know. why I was like, I, I, like I was learning so much just from people around me. Like, mm. there's no bins anywhere, and you find throwing litter on the ground. Back when I was a shithead kid who didn't care about littering. God fucking damn it! I was a piece of shit. And people mm. were like, oh yeah, it's because you know that's where mm. a lot of bombs ended up, and it's like. From what? Well, I think you, you, you would have come here not long after the Good Friday Agreement was signed. So, mm, you know, yeah. um, you you have, you were not here for when it was real bad. Yeah. But no, it's it's nice that Derry Girls is, ostensibly, it's, it's a comedy about a very dark part of recent history. And they're like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to tell like, because it's like, uh, it's very briefly t- rushing over it. Any any conflict, there's always going to be, especially, let's be honest, the English are more often than not the aggressors in history. So they're going to be like, yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like, oh, yeah, so, like, everyone was on holiday when this happened. Um, and then the Irish were just big meanies for no reason. And it's like, yeah. I'm, there's no historical context here whatsoever. No, no. But, yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. It's particularly have... upsetting watching at the moment as well with what current government's trying to shit on, oh, basically. Yes. It's just like, oh, but all this happened and it's all really sad and now, like, you're going to make it worse. And, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. But, yeah, really good. Highly recommend the whole thing. Mm. And not just for that, like the comedy side of it is like great as well. Like it's not. I, just because... I did see uh, there was a, a really when it first came out there was a, there was a Tumblr post back when you know Tumblr was worth a <laughs> shit, and it was like someone was like talking about Pennywise the clown, mm. and it's like oh yeah he comes from Derry, and then someone was like you know I've been what I've been binging Derry girls, and I thought that that's where you were saying Pennywise the clown comes from, and now I want to see the girls from Derry girls, like I want to see like. Pennywise try and fuck with them because they're just going to kick the shit out of him and call him a weirdo <laughs> and it's going to be the funniest fucking thing <laughs> but yeah so that made me laugh I'm sorry I'm getting excited I don't need to talk <laughs> over people and be annoying it's alright um, last thing we've been watching is second season of Russian Doll which is a, a Netflix it's, thing. it's Columbo with that cool lady um, that, that's it's Columbo. It's basically like the cool redhead lady from uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, she's basically playing femme Columbo. Oh, okay, that's um, what I've heard. Because I remember everyone going, "Oh, it'd be really cool if she played like a female Columbo," and then loads of people were just going, "That's just Russian doll." I mean, I've never seen I, from from like context. I'm vaguely aware that Columbo did like a detective. <laughs> I've never seen. It. I just I no okay, <laughs> like okay, fellow boomers in the audience. Um, I would like, I would like everyone to remember. Okay, if you remember Columbo, do y'all remember Columbo, which was a thing from Sesame Street where it was played by a fucking lamb in a trench coat who solved crimes in a noir fashion, and it was fucking hilarious. The actress's name is Natasha Leone. Yep. 
And she also like created it and wrote it and directed it. Oh, and, that's and, fucking. And, put it, and probably shit. produced it. I think. I don't know. It's like ridiculous. Did you fi- did you film it as well? <laughs> yeah, she I mean, also like you know how some everything. people can throw their voice. She can throw her body. So she's did, her own scene. <laughs> did, the, did, the, <laughs> did the score? Edited it. Mm-hmm. Published yeah, it. Did it's all really the printed, printed off all the promotional materials. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really good. So the first season, which I spoke about a while ago, whenever we watched that, whenever it was out, it's sort of a groundhog day type thing in that she keeps dying and coming back to life and reliving the same day over and over again mm-hmm. or like whenever she dies it might not always be a day but whenever she dies which seems to happen in like more and more comical ways um, but <laughs> whenever that happens she woke up on the same day and she sort of spent the season trying to work out what the fuck was happening and why this was happening um mm-hmm. second season is completely different there's oh. no more groundhog day thing there's no more of that it's it's suddenly a time travel series well, cool. I mean, sure. And she's like exploring her ancestors and and things, mm. and it's like very similar, obviously feeling thing. Like it's obviously a similar sort of themes and mood and whatnot, but it's a completely different way of doing it. And it's really, it's I don't know, it's really cool. Like because mm. they could have just done a similar thing again, or just not done anything, and it would have been like, well, either there's no point in doing this, or it'd be a bit sad that there's one one series, but there's nothing else they could do with that story, really. And yeah. they managed to move the characters and like the way that it's shot and everything, but to something that's like interesting and new. And it's just yeah, it's really cool. No, that's really obviously you've got to like you know, bit of like suspend your disbelief sort of thing. Like okay, this is weird, and why would this thing happen? Because it's like a weird thing. But as soon as you get over that, like yeah, it's really, it's really cool. And she's just great. She's so oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. And like created the whole thing. Like I said, like I don't know where. Yeah, it's really good. Um, she explores, she's suddenly like, the vague gist of it, again, spoilers and things, but the vague gist of it is that she gets on a, not a tube, what are they call it, um, metro? Subway in, car. Subway, that's the one in, in, <laughs> in New York. And like, gets off at the, like, the platform she's going to and suddenly she's in the 70s and then she's like, this is weird and going around it and then she sees herself in the mirror or a, a window or whatever and she's her mum. Like, oh, when okay. she's well, we're watching it and we can see her, but whenever she sees herself, she's her mum. And like, I said, quantum like, leap rules. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I'm so fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're <old> <laughs> And then yeah, it turns out she does that to like other various um, family members through the past and tries to chase down this big detective thing. So I guess that's where the Columbo thing came from. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, but yeah. And she's, like, trying to solve this historical thing and trying to see if she can, like, change, like, various shitty situations in the present by changing the past and potentially learning that she can't do that, but we've not finished the series yet, so I don't know whether she can or not. But, yeah, it's really good. Um oh, cool. And, yeah, even the first season's really good as well. Like, it's, it's you know, the whole repeated day, Groundhog Day type thing. It's It's been done, but it does it interestingly enough that it's worth it. And then the second yeah. season kind of came out. No, I didn't even know they were making one because mm-hmm. it was like, well, that wrapped up nicely. I won't bother investigating as to whether they've renewed it. And it turned out they had out of nowhere. Netflix was like, you'd like this. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, I would. You crazy son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Can recommend. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically us done. I mean, you do have an excuse. You did kind of like produce a human. So, you know. I hear it takes up some of your time. I've heard it's not 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 as fun as you think it is. It, it can be like it's a lot of work. Yeah, I, I've heard. it is. It is work. It is fun. It is work. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize we were going into real chat. Oh no! I was TM. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> so sorry. 
And I, I was like, oh yeah, I guess raising a baby's difficult or fucking whatever. <laughs> like, do do what my parents did. Tie a stake around my throat so the dog would play with me. Um, did that? I, I don't. I don't want to ask if that actually happened. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that's the that's the worrying part. I don't know yeah, if right? they did or not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, my my father probably rubbed barbecue sauce on me and yeeted me outside at one point. But you know, that's just. <laughs> That's just the way he was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad he's dead. Anyway. We can hope. <laughs> Anywho, Snipe, what have you been up to? Oh, I've actually been up to some stuff. Noise. I've watched a lot of visual media. Good. I, good. I haven't really played nothing new, so. Um, I watched Encanto. Oh, yeah. Disney's Encanto, which is very cute. Um, Louisa is queen she's the big buff lady oh yeah um and if you hadn't if you hadn't watched it you could guess because you're like hmm snipe likes one of them (laughs) (laughs) okay fair it's it's on brand yeah but but you're not you're not wrong she's great yeah i also love the main character and i love um there's another lady who can hear it's been a long time it's been a solid month yeah and i got drunk halfway through (laughs) (laughs) Did I and, talk about me watching it last time? I can't remember. It's been a I while. I don't think I was... Possibly? I don't know. But no, it's really pretty. It's really visually interesting. It's a really interesting premise. There's magic. The songs are okay. Mm, yeah, that's, um, yeah, they're fine. They're fine? They're, they're, I forgot um, all of them straight away, which is not what happened in the last few Disney films. But No, no. Um, but Everyone no, goes on like, about the Bruno song, and it's just kind of I bland. don't care for that song. No. Everyone's um, quite obsessed, but meh. yeah, yeah. But no, like I, I enjoyed it, I, and it was very, um, it was kind of surprising to see because this isn't really spoilers. This is just expo- expository kind of like storytelling in the first like ten minutes. Um, that like basically the the family in Madrigal, um, big family, and they've all got powers apart from the main character, who's called Maribel. If memory, I I don't Mirabel. Mirabel, I, I can't remember. Like that, yeah. Who's played by Steph Beats? Beatrice. Okay, Beatrice. Yeah. yeah, I know. I just I always call her Steffi Beats because that's what her like um, <laughs> Twitter handle is. Twitter handle is, and it's just really cute. Um, which fucking love that. I love her so much. Um, and she doesn't have powers, and it's like every someone, every now and again, basically a door will open for one of the younger. Um, people in the houses and that will be their room and that's when they come into their mutant powers basically yeah but yeah Yeah. i was quite shocked how it's like oh yeah um the house built itself for the family because when abuela and 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 poor fucking grandpa pedro not the same one um when they're kind of just moving around with the family he gets fucking murdered by a bunch of white dudes on horseback. Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah? Yep. Yep, that happened what? <laughs> and I also like it how they call the house Casita, which is little house. Because <laughs> the Ita is the... Yeah, anyway. Uh, my shit-ass Spanish notwithstanding. I found <laughs> it very charming, very sweet. Um, it, it was fun. It had some really nice... It was really colourful and just very enjoyable. So yeah, I like that quite a little. Um, I what I absolutely fell in love with, however, was another movie I saw called Turning Red. 
which is fucking awesome. <laughs> I love huh. that movie. It's really, really good. I, I know a lot of weird internet and weird real life people were getting really mad about it because obviously it's like a puberty analogy. Mm. And the main character is a girl. And I can't believe it didn't talk about 9-11 though. <laughs> what? Oh, there was, a, there was a YouTuber who got real mad that it didn't talk about 9-11. Does everything have to have a 9-11 quota? Because it's, it's set at that time. And people had to point out to him that it's set in Canada. And, <sighs> it's uh, set the in Toronto. Of, the, re- and... the rest of the world isn't the USA. Yeah, and also, like, it's a kid's movie about puberty. Yeah. it's. I don't see... What, do they want the characters... Like, do they want May to stop mid, like, silly scene and go, and at this time... The 11th of September. Oh, they're just a weirdo. It's, like, it's, it's a weirdo like, reactionary YouTuber. It's like YouTuber. you're just mad because, you know, it's kind of low-key, like, talking about, like, a fab puberty. Yeah. And you're mad because you've remembered that femmes exist and probably don't like you because you make four-hour screeching videos about how this fucking kids movie didn't explicitly mention the Twin Towers collapsing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a weirdo It's just some yeah, fucking yeah, weirdo. Don't worry about it. But no, I love it. The, the art style is super fucking cute. And honestly, some of it was so aggressively relatable. So the main character, May, um, she's going... She, she's like early teens because, again, puberty analogy. Mm. Um, and she's got a really awesome group of friends and they're all obsessed. I can't remember the name of the boy band's name, but they're all obsessed with this like boy band. And all of her other friends are obsessed with some, like, like dweeby teenager who works at the local convenience store. And they're all like, oh, he's so hot. And, oh, well. And, and May's like, oh, I don't get it. And she's, like, sitting at home, like, doing her homework because she has to be, like, a, a grade A student. Like, she prides herself on always doing the best and all, all this kind of stuff. And she's like, he's not even that cute. And then she's like, starts doodling him. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess he's kind of okay. And she's like drawing him like, you know, maybe with his shirt off, like really badly. And then she's like, well, actually. And then she just starts, there's like a montage of her just drawing all this like romance fucking thing of like, he's on a horse with her and like holding hands and getting married and stuff. And she's like, oh, yes, this is good. And I'm like, oh, I've been there. (laughs) And uh, the- <laughs> I see the uh, Belcher erotic friend fiction is uh, alive and well. It's not even, they don't even know him. Oh, yeah, They're just yeah, yeah. googling him from afar. I just wanted and- to make a reference to another piece of pop culture. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, and then, like, she hears her mother coming, so she's like panicking and she shoves it under like her bed, and she's like kind of like sitting there, trying to look natural and sweating. And her, her mum's like, "Is everything okay, May?" And she's like, "Yep, that's fine." And you hear in her head going, "Don't look under the bed. Don't look under the bed. Don't look under the bed." And then her eyes flick down, mm. and her mum's like, "What's under the bed, May?" Mm. And then she goes and she finds all of her drawings, which I used to draw porn for people at school, because, hey, I got a. I got to smoke somehow as a child. Um, <laughs> However you get your cigarette money, I suppose. <laughs> Mate, I grew up in a rough-ass yeah. fucking town. <laughs> it was like I was 14 drawing pornography for cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking... Prison rules! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mother found a stack of the stuff I'd drawn Oof. and sat there going through it going, what do you think this is? Why are you drawing these things? So, um, well, that's Mewtwo's cock, Mum. I don't, I don't think it really ha- needs I've explanation. I've told you this before. Yeah, I drew Mewtwo cock. 
But yeah, so that was fun. Very relatable. I love that movie. It's really sweet. It it gets a lot right about growing up as like an AFAB like tween. And it's just it's really cool. And there's like, you know, a lot of the culture as well. Um, you know, because May's obviously East Asian, so there's a lot of kind of like uh, stuff about that. There's, there's, there's. Um, I, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just. It's so. It's so fun and so sweet <laughs> and so relatable and adorable. And Kimmy is amazing, and I, 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 Priyanka is amazing, and I can't remember redhead like girl, but she's also pretty cool. And it's, oh, it's very good. I enjoyed myself a lot with it. So mm. yeah. Um, now I'm going to bring the tone down a little bit. I don't really know how to describe this short um, animation. It was on Netflix, and it, I don't know how I stumbled across it, but it's called If Anything Happens, I Love You. And right. I immediately felt that, because uh, I'm not, there's, there's, there's a trigger I'm not going to list because that is like the main crux of it. And I will say, if anyone has seen it or if anyone is willing to see it, it copes with the loss of a family member, more specifically the loss of a child. Uh, it's completely wordless. It is shown entirely in animation, the story. Um, and there was a part in it that made my blood literally fucking freeze. It was fucking intense. <laughs> it's, it's nothing like, it's not sexual violence or anything like that, but it is, it is violence. And it, I think it was like 10 minutes long. And I'm getting fucking emotional talking about it now because it is, it really fucking smacks you with like the hard bitter cold reality of the topic it's covering and i was i would think if, if you were a parent watching this you really need to be having a good day to go into it mm. or if you're sensitive to that kind of thing it's it's a beautiful and bittersweet um little story but Jesus Christ, if I'd have known anything about it before I went in, I would have waited until I was feeling a little bit, you know, <laughs> more on my game. But yeah, Jesus Christ, that was phenomenal. Uh, so I can recommend that, but just make sure you're having a good day and you're doing all right mental health-wise if you want to watch it. <laughs> um, uh, I also watched Triple Frontier, which is bring it back up again, which... Stars celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Balmaceda Pascal. <laughs> Shock horror! It also stars celebrated Guatemalan American actor Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. Okay, I'm listening. Mm. Okay, yeah, okay. I've got I've got my hooks in you now. All right, mm -hmm. motherfucker. Okay, there's also some white boys in there, but who cares? Let's be honest. Oh yeah, fucking what's it? The, the uh, Batman. He has a bad tattoo and he smokes and looks sad. Ben Affleck. That's the bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's also in there, and it's just a bunch of old kind of retired soldiers. And uh, Oscar Isaac's character Santiago is basically acting as like a uh, special police consultant for the Guatemalan government and it's basically immediately revealed that the the, the 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 fucking like narcos and shit that he's been chasing and he's been chasing with the police force are paying him to follow the police around so he so that the government looks like they're doing something and it's just this weird cyclical thing um, and he basically learns that there's a drug lord with a fuck ton of money in his house. And he goes back to the States and is like, hey, my old squad buddies, 
you know what would be real cool if we went and robbed a drug lord and then like you know Ben Affleck wouldn't have to be selling houses and and Pedro Pascal's cocaine addiction could just stop I guess I, I don't know really what they're doing for that uh, but yeah, it, it's just a silly military movie. It's like a military heist movie uh, with, with with a really good soundtrack. Like, I mean, the the, the first the first start it starts off with Santiago in uh, Oscar Isaac's character in a chopper flying to like this raid in uh, Guatemala, and he's just blasting for whom the bell tolls by Metallica <laughs> in his headphones, and I'm like, oh, piss off! That's great. That's so cheesy. I love it. And it's, it's got metal. It's got Creedence Clearwater Revival. It's got Bob fucking Dylan. It's got Fleetwood Mac. It's like holy shit, you are you're cranking out them tunes. <laughs> and you know you get to look at Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac for like an hour and a half. So literally, there's nothing to lose. It's very entertaining. Um, and I don't, it's just nice to see like pe- like like Pedro Pascal and Oscar Isaac just speaking Spanish, like because they obviously they're all like you know bilingual because they're latinos mm. and it's just nice to see them in a movie just chatting away in like spanish you know mm. it's 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 really i don't know it's 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 cool mm. um it's it's nice turn your brain off look at handsome men running around being wet through in the jungle <laughs> it, Fair it, enough. yeah um there was our house which i saw which is a horror movie um which is a canadian horror movie if memory serves and Holy shit, the child actors in this are fucking fantastic. They are so good. There's there's a there's a young there's like a a, a teenage boy and like their uh college age brother and then there's like the 8-year-old girl sister. And yeah, the 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 teenage boy and the little girl are fucking amazing actors. Like holy shit. Um it basically deals with a uh, loss of uh, parents pretty much instantly and the guy uh the college dude I, I wish i could remember names i'm terrible um i forget every ca- every character's name from a work of fiction after about 50 minutes of stopping watching i the either thing, do so or i remember literally everything about them their eye color likes dislikes and measurements i literally there's no in between no, I have to have been watching a series for like ten years solid, like like next gen, to be able to remember characters. Names. You forget my <laughs> name occasionally. It's fine. In fairness, how often does anyone call you by your actual legal name? Oh, you mean my government <laughs> name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, and the the college dude has been making like a thing that's. Oh, I, I think it's supposed to be basically like just in it. it what it does is. It's like a little generator for power, and if you just put your phone like anywhere near it, it just it will charge your phone. Mm. It, but it's like really good, um, like because it'll just charge everything. And it's, it's it's so he's trying to get this thing to work, but it turns out it doesn't do that. It's just when it's turned on, it makes ghosts happen. Oh yeah, normal, normal. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. the kids start seeing their parents, like the little girl does. She starts seeing her parents and chatting with them and talking to. Um, there's like another ghost in the house, and you know, and it's like because they miss their parents, they're like they're keeping this thing on. But then this something starts to go a bit weird, and the neighbors like. My wife died six months ago, and I just saw her in the bedroom. What the fuck is going on? He's like, he's like an older dude, and he's like trying to look out for the young'uns because you know, 
<laughs> Obviously, their parents have died. The guy had to quit college, and it's it's pretty grim situation. So, but no, it's really good. Hmm. Um, I really liked it. Um, yeah, just like the the teenage boy is such a good actor. Like he is just his heart is out there, and he's doing an amazing job. Hmm. Um, okay, now I'm gonna bring it down again with a shitty movie. So I saw Scream Four. You saw bits of this. It's literally like, hey, I, I saw like ten minutes of it, and that was more than I wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's basically it sits there and looks at the camera and goes, "Do y'all remember the guy from Scream Two who was like metal and how that was super fun?" Every single fucking character in this movie is doing that, and it's so fucking tedious. Sounds like you just watched a horror version of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, no, because I actually have strong feelings about this. Oh, okay. Like, and it's... It starts with, like, four or five fake starts. that are Like, because in the Scream movies, they've, like, there's the in-universe uh, movie version of what happens to Sydney, and it's called Stab. And it's basically... Didn't they actually make a stab movie as well? I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, in real life. Yeah. It couldn't have been worse than Scream fucking 4, so... Mm. Um, but yeah, and they're like... There's like literally four fake starts. And then there's like a fifth fake start that lasts way longer. And it's just like, yeah... Just to be clear, I think it wasn't there only actually like... I don't know, but two. it felt like it went on for two years. I, I know, I know. Well, but if, like... you say, if you're saying literally, I feel like it's it's worth to be fair, clear. Fair. But yeah, there's one with Anna Paquin and she's sitting there going, this, the way they're starting with false starts is so fucking lazy. It's bullshit and bad. These movies are boring. No one wanted an extra sequel. And then it turns out that's a false start because that's the start of Stab 7. And it's like, wow... This is so fucking tedious. And then there's like, there's a part with two cops in a car because the fucking ghost face killer's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to be fucking around and murdering people because that's just what he do. <laughs> Sorry, I like you calling him ghost face killer. It's just a member of the Wu-Tang Clan just going around murdering people. <laughs> no, but his, his name is Ghostface. His name is Ghostface. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> a member of the Wu-Tang Clan going around. Yeah. That would have been a way better Stabby movie. Stabbing Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking like again, that would have made it so much better. And there's like the two cops are sitting in a car because they're stationed outside of Sydney's fucking like house. Also, they do the fan fiction thing of, oh, it starts off with like a young teenage girl, and she's like, oh yeah, my cousin Sydney. It's like wow, you just bring in the magic cousin. Fuck wow, okay, cool. But yeah, and the two coppers are sat out Sydney's fucking like aunt's place, and they're in the car, and it's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna go check a perimeter, and he's like, oh, I shouldn't check the perimeter because that's the thing in horror movies that gets you killed. So don't say I'll be right back. Do you remember that, everybody? Do you remember when when we were really meta and it was something that hadn't really been seen before in in, in like recent memory? So it made us look really smart, and now we're just keeping on doing it like a fucking idiot adult waving keys in front of a toddler's face over and over and over and over and over again because we think you're fucking stupid and we don't actually try. And Wes Craven wanted a new fucking swimming pool, which is the only reason he's involved in this fucking thing. If he's even still alive, I can't remember. Probably not you do have, have strong feelings about it then i do yeah um and it's just like the the the, the fucking what like the white cop is killed and then the black cop gets stabbed in the forehead with a kitchen knife which okay now i'm not going to tell on myself too hard here but if you stab something with a kitchen knife there's no fucking guard on there I, this is the fucking thing i'm having trouble with i know but it goes like seven inches into this man's brain 
that is through skull and it's like there's no fuck off okay whatever that's stupid moving <laughs> on the the cop staggers out of the cop car because he's been stabbed in the brain and the <laughs> knife is still in his brain and he's just like and the ghost face is just watching this cop just stagger around with a knife in his brain and then just as he's about to like do his last ah the cop kind of staggers and stops and just screams into the night apropos of nothing fuck you Bruce Willis and then collapses dead and I'm like is this a joke I don't get? This has not been mentioned at all throughout I, the entire movie. I, I Why want, do you hate Bruce Willis? I, I mean, want to there's say, reasons, but like... I want to say it is a joke based on... The Sixth if it was just, It's, it's, it's like, got to be something about Sixth Bruce Sense, Bruce Willis though. was a ghost yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it was a Sixth Sense joke, but I also don't understand why. Mm. That's the thing. It's like it tries to be funny, and you just sit there and go, "Ah, oh, you thought that was maybe, a joke. maybe it was like they did several takes, and he said something That's random." That's what it feels like. He's just like, the "Yeah, end. man, just be random." Yeah, he said something different at the end of each one, and that was the one that they thought was the funniest. Then, <laughs> but it has not survived like further into it, it further into it when when the reason why it was funny is somewhat lost we may never know we may but never know the biggest issue with this scene is that it is played like a horror killing like a killing in a horror movie and then it ends with a fucking comedy zinger and it's like i've just watched this man act his heart out about being stabbed in the brain and dying and then shouting fuck you bruce willis that's like watching a part in like I don't know I haven't seen the movie. Well, the but like, let's, let's let's watch the fucking Green Mile where John Coffey dies, and then it's like someone turning around and going, going like, "Oh, looks like he got a little hot under the collar," and then a laugh track playing. That's how Seinfeld, it felt. Uh, music yeah, stuff. it was just so like, what are you? What were you trying to say with that? What? I mean, to what, be fair, what, what, the Scream what? movies have always sat on that weird line where they're. I mean, they've always been kind of a little bit parody anyway. But this yeah, is just... they've always been kind of a half comedy, but in a way that isn't funny. Yeah. But no, this, <laughs> this, is, this is a way where you can feel the writers tried to make it funny. And it's like, the fact that I can feel that you tried to make it funny makes it even more unfunny. Mm. And it really pissed me off. It's not even so bad it's good. Just don't watch it. It's just shit. Now I will talk about the last thing I've done. And honestly, my new favorite fucking movie... The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes, Nicholas Cage and celebrated oh, Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Balmaceda Pascal. I mean, Jesus. Being like, I know that you went to see that. Why aren't you talking about it? <laughs> because I wanted to save the best for last. Because I yeah, fucking okay, love excellent. this movie. This movie was so good. Okay, I have been. I, can, I, about... can I just quickly say something? Uh, I also went to the cinema <laughs> to see this, and yes, it is a funny movie. Um, it's a very good movie. And I say this as someone who doesn't have a hyperfixation upon Pedro Pascal. On who? <laughs> just once. No. no. Once. I'm not justifying this. Um, he, yes, it is a it is a fun movie and it, it, and I think it was worth watching. Yeah, it was great. And I I was And I'll let you you Thank you. you. I was there. Out. I was there at the doors for the first fucking showing, the first fucking day it was available to be seen. I ordered specifically so I would get a free poster and I have framed that poster and I love <laughs> it. 
oh my god i love that movie it's just so good at what it does for like talking about like scream 4 trying to be meta and funny with it the unbearable weight of massive talent is so fucking funny and whoever has done that whoever wrote that obviously was a super fan of nick cage because jesus christ there are some deep cuts in that movie and they are so good and has also done a bunch of drugs and knows how they affect you you know when it's like <laughs> oh yeah i smoked weed and now i had to have an lsd thing and you're like mm-hmm, not really no no these people have had lsd these people have had fucking <laughs> weed like and it shows and it's funnier because of you it. You say these things from no experience whatsoever. From an alternate universe version of you of that, has done, these that things. has done these drugs, but I've never done a drug. Not even once. Um, it's okay, for, for, for the uninitiated. It's Nicolas Cage playing himself, which already I love. Because Nicolas Cage, you can watch any movie within it with him in it and you will enjoy it because Nicolas Cage is so fucking enjoyable. He is so great to watch. He is a pleasure to, to p- 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 what's the p word that means look at perceive perceive he is a pleasure to perceive i love that man he is amazing and he looks weird with a beard because it just looks like a bunch of carpet because he the way he's like you know how some people have okay i'm, I'm getting carried away um but no uh celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Mamacita Pascal plays Javier Gutierrez who is a rich who's an eccentric um uh fucking is it Olive Olive Grove owner from Spain who's like it's his birthday coming up he is obsessed with Nicolas Cage so he's like he, he sends that and a screenplay he's written because he's obviously written a screenplay for Nicolas Cage to star mm. in because of course uh, to his manager and Nicolas Cage is, is doing the um, actor playing himself in a movie I, I tend to refer to it inwardly as the Bruce Campbell effect where they always play themselves but shit and play up the fact that they're like you know they're known for like cheesy silly movies or whatever yeah so it's like, um it, it's very much like my name is bruce but without the racist caricature very much so yeah, yeah because jesus christ <laughs> that movie was <laughs> and it wasn't anywhere near as funny as this movie is so um especially because pedro pascal is playing it so earnestly because he didn't really have to act because he is actually a super fan of nick cage and i i saw the um the director and writers were like yeah we had lunch with pedro and while we were eating he was like look i really do want this part and if you don't give it to me that's that's okay but i just want to spend this two-hour meeting gushing about nicholas cage because i love that man and then and it's just like yeah no perfect fucking casting but then i'm gonna say that anyway because yeah of course duh um but yeah so um because nicholas cage is having trouble with roles and uh, he owes the hotel he's been staying at 600 grand. Um, he decides to take Javi up on his offer and goes and hangs out with him in Spain. Uh, and hijinks ensue. Uh, it turns out that maybe Javi uh, isn't just a simple olive grove uh, tycoon. Maybe he's dabbling with some uh, some more illicit substances. And it's like, you know, uh, as as Nicolas Cage gets off the plane on one of Javi's private aircraft, um, 
the I think it's like the CIA have a couple of agents waiting for the thing to uh, land, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Nicolas Cage! Why is he on Mr. Gutierrez's fucking plane?" So they basically get him to spy on Javi for the CIA, which is very interesting, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, I forgot. I also saw the bubble, which is. It's got Pedro in it as well, and it's only really interesting because David Duchovny's hilarious and uh, Pedro Pascal is great. That's it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is honestly, I was, darling, was I beaming for the rest of the day? Yes. Because I genuinely, it was so fun and so, it, it made my day. It was so <laughs> just sweet and it celebrated stupid shitty movies that yeah people might turn their nose up at but you know what everyone loves a silly fucking cheesy movie and it's just you can everyone oh. everyone loves con air and, and like face off face off is a f- okay. objectively terrible films but they are fun but the thing is they're so fucking entertaining so whatever but no fantastic absolutely fantastic movie i cannot wait to get it on dvd blu-ray because i'm not a fucking dinosaur <laughs> yeah no oh my god I and yeah, you'll so probably notice fun. the poster from it will, uh, whenever we uh, <laughs> film a video where we're at the computer, uh, you'll probably notice it behind us, replacing yeah. the Godzilla thing that was back there. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. we've moved Godzilla now, so... But no, I, I could gush about that movie all day, and if given the chance, I probably would. <laughs> but yeah, no, I that movie made me feel happy. It just made me feel happy. It, 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 it's my new comfort movie, and it, it's just, it's nice. It made me feel nice. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's all I've been getting up to. Thank you very much for listening to my rambling and whatever. <laughs> okay. So, uh, questions then, which I'm a little terrified by since it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, don't worry too much. It's not too bad. Okay. Good, 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 good. Uh, <laughs> if someone wants to send us a question, uh, to be answered on this podcast, which hopefully the next one won't take like two months. It depends if like Drama Matt's deciding to like, you know, have another baby, I guess. <laughs> I think the cool down's a little, uh, bigger than that. <laughs> like Ruth, another yeah. baby. She's like, babe, I'm on CD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's the email address people need to send, uh, that to tonight? I can't remember. Only dramamat at gmail.com. Close. The dramamat at gmail.com. Better, closer, warmer. No, I think that's right. (laughs) What is the email address? It's in the description of the YouTube video. Sounds about right. Matt, just what is it? What is it? One of of the emails, and I could not remember which, was to the old email address, which was the only dramamat thing. Um, You're having to check as well. What are you fucking laughing at us for? I'm not the one that has to check it. I hate this man. I would have thought that Matt would be the well, one no, person. You, you just click on the Gmail button at the top and change yeah, your and account. Yeah, and then it sends. Yeah, it's the drummer Matt at Gmail dot com. Okay, so I did uh, get is, it right, drummer Matt. I got it right the first time. Drummer Matt was just gaslighting me. No, not the first time. You said yeah. only drummer Matt. Did I? Yeah. Shit. Anyway. The drama man. We got a few. It wasn't. It's not too. It's not too bad. Okay. Um, well, there was lots of emails um, passing on their various best wishes and things to you, Snipe, and Aww. saying thanks for talking about what you spoke about last time. Mental health. No, honestly, um, genuinely, thank you so much, everybody. And I am sending hugs and 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 high fives and whatever you're comfortable with 
because you all are fucking powerful and thank you for and yeah mental health is shit we're not though people who suffer from it uh, there we go um but yes um but yeah we got a few questions so first up six foot alligator i love that name and hello my question for the ever dastardly and always dynamic duo of Snipe and Web is <laughs> Not you, though. Fuck you, I guess. I, 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 get, I get my own one in a minute. You all don't like drum, man. Um, okay. Where and how did you get that life-size cardboard Escher ganger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the one that I got a couple of dudes on Twitter calling me a fucking liar about? Um, at our local GW. It was uh, the store birthday, I think. It was the store birthday. They had a silent auction. Uh, and if you bought something over a tenner, you got one raffle ticket. Well, like one, one like, uh, like bid. Yeah, one bid. It was. Yeah. It was like they gave out like little scraps of of paper, and basically you would write down. There was like a, there was a big sheet. There was like you know, oh yeah, you can get like a uh, big fancy Lord of the Rings like elephant, like uh, or you can get like you know some brushes. You can get a couple of miniature models. Get some dice, or you could get. The life-size 1-1 Necromunda standee, which I bid on as a joke. <laughs> because you, had, thought, you only had one, had one, one bid, so you were I like... I had one eh. bid, and I was like, I'll, I'll do a joke bid. There's no fucking way I'll win anything. So did you have to, like, bid money? No, 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 no. It's just if you bought you just... if you bought something over a tenner, they just gave you... I, I think it's every yeah. tenner you spent, they, they would give you another... Like, I think we actually just okay. needed something anyway when we're in there. So. Yeah, so we just... I think you bought, like, grots or something, because that's pretty much... Probably. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. It checks out. And I was like, well, I've got one. On. I might as well use it. And I was like, yeah, the Necromunderstandy. That's fucking hilarious. I'll do that, because there's no fucking way. I get a fucking phone call a week later from our local games workshop. And you're like, <laughs> hi... Uh, this is, this is, I'm not going to dox the dudes. It's like, this is, this is generic worker from... Jeremy. This, this is, is Jer- J- James from James Workshop. This, this is, is Jer- James from James Workshop. <laughs> Jeremy Workshop. This is Jeremy <laughs> Workshop. Um, I'm, I'm his bro- I'm James's brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm out. Jeremy Workshop. And um, <laughs> you, you, uh, <laughs> you put your number down as a silent auction uh, last week for the store anniversary. And I was like... Go on. Yeah, what, what's up, Jeremy Workshop? And he was like, "You've won," and I'm like, "I I won." He was like, "Yeah." Oh no. Yeah, and I was like, "You mean the the life size Necromunda standee?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you've won it." And yeah. I'm like, "This is okay. your problem now. You have twenty eight yeah. hours to get yeah. to get it off yeah. your property." Yeah, well, basically. I, I don't know why twenty eight. By the way, yeah, just just. Well, because we've got to stop for lunch. Yeah, like twice but yeah no and i was like i I guess i'll come down and get it he was like yeah congrats i guess (laughs) so there there we were and we walked home with her under like folded in half under my arm i got many fucking weird looks i seem to remember it was quite windy that day as well so it was basically a sail yeah it was just like wow so yeah i joke voted at a silent auction and won it because everyone else was like fuck off like literally no one else voted for that like like bid on that yeah that's why you got it that's yeah. why i got it because yeah. because i thought there's bound to be someone who's doing it as gaff so i'm gonna do it as a joke and nah fuck it yeah <laughs> so that's that's the, right, uh, no. the tale <laughs> you thought it would be funny and it turned out no, no it wasn't. <laughs> and yet now it is again so that's fine yeah, yeah. You know, i had to put it the fucking in the video just because it's like what the fuck else am i gonna do with this goddamn thing yeah. holy shit Content, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I, I get a, um, a, a a little bonus question just so I don't feel sad. As a treat. Um, yep, yep. Um, as someone who's done the thing with the Warhammer Tau, what is your, my opinion on those conversion kits for the Storm Surge that gives it arms? I like them. I've seen a few. There's a few different ones around. I like them. I think Storm Surge is just... It's fine, but it just, I just, it doesn't quite match up with the other models in my head. But now we are in hug. But then it gives it arms, and yeah, okay, the arms are a bit derpy, and they kind of have to be to make it everything fit fine. But I, I like them. But now it can hug. If you know, I ever have time to play again, um, I would but, get a storm surge because they're just ridiculous. And for and the upgrade like, kit, they can hug. Yeah, exactly. They can hug. If, yeah. they can if just you keep saying it nights. over and over again, I eventually just, Matt just, will acknowledge you. I just needed. <laughs> To be fucking acknowledged, and now I'll let it go. Okay. But I just needed that okay. one bit of fucking. It. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I like them. I know people don't. People think. And now they, they can silly. hug. And, but, yes, <laughs> Sorry. Can hug. Um, next up, Blood Wolf Koji. Hello. As a silly little scenario for the three of you. Is it See, sexy? I'm, inclu- I'm included this time. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, the sexy part. <laughs> you're chosen by the High Lords of Terror or, or Gilliman or someone to kill an extremely dangerous threat to humanity and the Imperium. What assassin are you, and who or what are you sent to kill? I'm a callous assassin, and I go and assassinate disease. Explain. What? Just think it'd be funny just to walk into a fucking, like, I don't know, like a hospital ward and just stab at the air and be like, Take that, influenza! You ain't shit, staff! I mean, I guess disease can be actually like a physical entity in 40k, considering that no Oh, yeah, no, that's ruined that. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and kill capitalism. Wait, no, I'm going to kill the emperor. Because <laughs> he kills like a thousand people a fucking day. Yeah, he is terrible for He's for a horrible humanity. fucking He's person. not sustainable. Uh, He's not yeah. a sustainable resource. We that's can't keep acting like it. If you're going to have a supreme ruler, the least they could be is sustainable. Well, Slap some fucking solar panels on the bitch. He's just sat there doing nothing. Yeah. Fucking waste of my taxes is what it is. So yeah, I'm going to kill the fucking emperor. Going, he's up, a going up to the custodians being like, we paid for your rats. We paid, we paid for, for your rats. rats. What, what a waste, waste of council tax. tax. We, we paid, paid for, for your hats. hats. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I do. <laughs> I think the heat is getting to us. Yeah, I'm getting pretty troppo over here. Draw on that. What about you, honey? I, 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 no, I, no, I can't top that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not even going to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah we take no. out the emperor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Next up, Mountain Man and apparently a snail. Um, Hello, Jeremiah. Mountain Man and a snail. I love your snail, Jeremiah. Please give them lots of little bits of lettuce because they sound amazing and I love them. <laughs> um,. Not a question, much of a statement, presumably related to the previous podcast, although I can't 100% remember. The Imperium doesn't deserve my mullet. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, so the last episode was called The Creeping Mullet, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't remember yeah, why. That, that was it, that was it. Okay. That was the whole, oh, just, yeah. I like how um, just, that's like the equivalent of knocking on a door and being like, Nice. And then leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, leaving after you've taken a two-hour train to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is a broad question. Okay, um, I'm a sour, broad, broad, so... Sour Titan? Hello. Sour, sour Titan. Sour... Yeah, close. Um, <laughs> which, 
So I should go through and like read people's names out. It's like I'm saying things out loud that I've not only ever I've only read in my head, or at least. In oh no, that's right. If you could put like phonetic spelling after your actual name, well, it's not even oh, a hard one. I'm really sorry. This is this is like every time we record a video and like you sit there and you go, I've never had to say like like this this faction's name out loud before, and you go, Oh, how do you say that? Mm. And then you realise the different that that speaking, listening, and writing. Are three wildly different fucking skills. <laughs> but yes, drumbly bumbly. Um, do, 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 do. With the League of Votun on its way, what would each of you like to see as far as models, lore, new characters, etc.? Land train. Land train. Um. Run train sounds great. I do not know what this thing is because I've not been in. Well, in you, tra- you know tra- trains. It's like no, that, but on oh, land. Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> well, they are basically a remake of the squats, and they have. Ah, all the... yeah, no, okay. I, I, yeah. I had seen that a bit. I just didn't know this was the name of them. Right, yeah, they okay, they cool. have already um, announced for Necromunda. They are doing <laughs> this. Question could have been a month ago. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, the, the, they've already announced for Necromonda um, f- some actual things that are being referred to as squats um, okay. that are sort of more old fashioned style ones and they ha- already have introduced something that is a sort of new version of the old egg exosuits nice um, which is the yeah, thing the that I would have yeah the thing that I would have said instantly of wanting uh, and since that's already kind of coming out just not as part of the main force in general um, then yeah, land trains is is the one. I want land trains. I know they would be ludicrously complicated to get working mechanically in forty uh, k. We don't proper. care, James Workshop. Make it happen. But I don't care. I want land trains. Mm. They look kind of like the Enforcer dudes from um, the not James Workshop game. Um, Dead Zone, Dreadball. Yeah. No, Dead Zone. Yeah, that's all right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mantic, Mantic. There we go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I can see that a little bit, a bit, bit more of a futuristic vibe than mm. the sort of fantasy in space mm. thing. But yeah, land trains would be great. Yeah, they're cool. People would cheese it so much in a tournament, like oh Christ! Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. that say that say oh we have to make rules specifically so you can't block someone's entire mm. um, like uh, deployment zone f- with a land train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you can't like block their way to their car, so you can jump them in the car park and steal all, every, <laughs> all the contents out of their like, mm. bag. Um. All oh, right, Captain Wonder. Hello. It's a recommendation, but I, I thought it was possibly interesting. Could you phrase um, it as it's a question? Okay. Have you seen? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? A um a, a a sci-fi show called Avenue Five. No, it's a dark comedy set on board a stellar cruise ship going around Jupiter. But it's sci-fi and it's weird, presumably, or at least niche. Okay. So I assume yeah, that, that we would really know about it or want to know about it. Does it does it say when it's from? Nope. Okay. It, it, uh, it, possibly I might sci-fi... I might not. Cop- okay, drama Matt, you're a butt full. And now Wib has to sit here and just. Type with his own gosh darn fingers, and Google keeps thinking we're robots because we type too fast. It's a VPN thing. No, it's because I type real fast, and all oh. it's too slow. It's got Hugh Laurie in it. It's from like 2020. Oh, it's, it's huge Laurie. Oh, how did I not hear about this? Uh, yeah, I, what? And yeah, Lenore, okay. It's like, oh, okay, okay. Josh Gad, where do I know that? And man? it's uh, from uh, movies. Um, wow, thank you. That's so helpful. Wasn't Josh Gad the uh, voice of the snowman in Frozen? No, that was 
He was Garcon, or no, Ga- Gas- uh, Gaston's... Um, Gaston, there you go. Oh, no, he yeah. was. He, he looks yeah. like pre-transition Stephanie Sterling a little bit in that picture. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Lucky sod. Um, yeah, no, it was, it's created <laughs> by um, Armando Iannucci, who... Um, if you're into British comedy, you will definitely. Uh, will know Smith about. is an executive producer. That's weird. Okay. Um, well, but, now we go to watch. Now it, I'm just so. weirded out that I've not heard about this because this is like even is it if it's on not some weird I, niche channel that we just can't possibly watch or something. Yeah, it was an HBO thing, yeah, uh, yeah, and it was on Sky UK here. So, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah, so that's pro- that's probably why we we didn't hear about it. Hmm. But yeah, that does oh, cool. that does feel like something. Even if I don't end up liking that, I it's weird that I didn't hear about because mm. yeah. Mm. Congrats, you at hipstered wibbo. Mm. Yeah. Um, a, a a second completely unrelated question from Captain Wonder. Okay. I'm interested to hear your guys your guys's your guys thoughts on my favorite Discworld book, Small Gods. I like Small Gods. I have not read it. It's good. But yeah, it's I a like Discworld book, so it's probably pretty good. I mean, it's solid. It's a little disattached from like wider Discworld stuff because it's set quite a bit before most of the stories. This if is I the remember correctly, Omnium one. Yes, yes, with the turtle and the yes, whatnot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. It was yeah, very yeah, like I said, very dis- detached and but... like when you see Omnians in mainline canon, you see the effects of what was done. Because they're a bit different to like you see them in the past where they were a bit different, um, but yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a solid, interesting, uh, interesting book. I like its uh, its approach to dealing with gods. I think it's quite a lot of fun. Um, a few bits of it show up in Discworld Two, if I remember correctly, the um, game, the video game version, because that was kind of a, an amalgam of a bunch of different yeah. books, mainly um, Reaper Man, if I remember correctly. Every time I hear Reaper Man, it's Preacher Man in my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. A lot of moving pictures in that one, actually, as well. Hmm. I haven't. Yeah, read yeah, that's the, that's books, the, the, the like end so. end scene, isn't it? Mm. The like, end bit is the fun fact yeah. about Discworld too. It's entirely possible um, to become a dead man walking and have a save point after you. Yep. It is impossible to get the final item that you need. Yeah. Uh, to finish the game. I know that because that's what happened to fucking me when I played through it. Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally couldn't complete the epilogue of the game. Mm. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, adventure games. Well, that aside, it's a very good game. Mm. Um, very last question, and this one can be one. It's a good last question because it can be as long or as short as we want. Basically, <laughs> if like we want me. Snipe to answer it or not. Oh, I... um, <laughs> Pi- Pineapple Fantastico asks... Pineapple Fantastico, I will ask you to fucking ask us questions. Because yeah. I realise I'm not mad at you, I'm mad at drama. I'm mad at me, yeah. You went into that full of piss and vinegar and then realised that it was actually Matt that said that and it wasn't part of the question. Yeah. yeah. Go on, Pineapple um, Fantastico. You, my favouritest Pineapple Fantastico ever. Yes. Mm. So, do you name your Warhammer minis? And if so, what are their names? Oh, honey. I'll let you go first, because, you know. Me, not usually, no. Um, I I don't tend to do it. Uh, There are a couple that I have um, in the past, but generally, not a thing, no. Drama, you've only got, Uh, like, one name. I have Lefty. 
Um, when I was a kid, we named and I had an Empire Army, and we had knights. Grey knight? No, what are they called? The the, they were the knights. No, no Empire. But they had they had, they had Empire oh, knights, yeah. but then they also had the um, wolf knight people. Oh, what are they called? Anyway, wolf knights. They were basically knights, but they had hammers and um, wolf pelts. So what's not to like? Yeah. Um, and one of them had a big ginger beard and looked like the guy who worked at James Workshop at the time. So we named him that because we were <laughs> James. You called him James James Workshop. Yeah. I did, to be fair, I did I, when I was when I was. Younger, I know, this wasn't James. This was Jack Workshop. It was one of these other brothers. Uh, but, okay. um, Jackson. Yeah. I, I did. I did. I named stuff back in the day. I, I did used to like have my squads all had a name. Um, okay, could you all stop Loki flexing on me? Because I am like a full ass grown adult, and I'm still doing this. I You're like, oh yes, when I was an idiot child who sucked at everything and was bad. I no, know, no, no, I'm, I'm just lazy no, no. now. Yeah, fair. No, my, my point was that my name was a stupid name because I just thought it was funny to name it after an actual person that we vaguely played games with occasionally, and it was a bit weird like to do that now. That was my point. <laughs> I didn't oh, say I that naming them was cute. bad. I just don't have time for that. Okay, okay. You're too busy making. Well, I'm going to rephrase it, and I'm going to say, what are your three favourite names that you've given to minis? Okay, I have Luca, Luca Vallison. He was the first one I named because from the uh, assault on Black Reach box set, set, I got the little dreadnought in that. And the first game I had with him, he was so lucky that I just called him uh, an old Swedish word for luck slash happiness, Mm. which is Luca. Um, yeah, uh, there's, <laughs> there's, um, oh, I'm trying to think, there's, uh, oh. there's your Murderfang. There's Murderfang, which is, um, Wilhelm, uh. Because you made your own version of Murderfang, because Murderfang is stupid. I fucking hate Murderfang, <laughs> and the law for that is stupid. Um, so I made my own Murderfang and called him Wilhelm. Because of it's a it's a it's a Metalocalypse reference to William Murderface, <laughs> so this is Wilhelm Murderfang, yeah. <laughs> but his good, his good. surname is not Murderfang because holy shit. And then there's uh, Ingvar, the stubborn. I thought it was belligerent. Oh, Ingvar the belligerent. Thank you. Yeah, I I have I've written them on the bottom of the yeah. thing. Now I called him Ingvar the belligerent because. This is this is how my models get their names. Is the way like the the way a fight goes is usually that's how they'll get their names. So Luca was lucky. Ingvar was belligerent. This motherfucker, even though uh, he's he's because I use the my current uh, Luca Dreadnought model. I use the old Forge World Space Wolf Venerable Dreadnought with the big like wolf pelt mm. things. You unfortunately can't get them anymore and they are beautiful. Um, but his old chassis I gave to Ingvar. So he's just a standard dreadnought. He's not vulnerable. Um, but this little fucker, I, I was fighting you and you could not take him out at all. And he just kept walking forward. I thought he got the name before that. I thought you named him that because when you were painting him, he kept falling off his base. I okay. thought that was where he gave him the name. <laughs> that's that's how I, I remembered. Column A, column B. But yeah. <laughs> They're looking at me like, yeah, okay, whatever you say, you fucking lying liar who lies all the time. <laughs> I'm sure that was it. Now I'm feeling like super low-key paranoid that I've just misremembered everything. 
Yeah, because I remember you sitting over there and he kept falling over. And you, you decided to name him Ingvar because you just like the name of it. But he kept falling over and you were calling him belligerent. Because uh, he was so like... So why, why even ask me this question? Just ask Wib. He's got a better memory than I do. Yeah, I'm sure it's what... Now, he did live up to that name uh, later on. I think that's on. why I'm getting confused. Yeah, he lived up to that name when he... Um, I mean, I play them like I kind of... Yeah, he managed to shrug off like six Laz Cannon shots to the face. Yeah. Um, from a, a, a uh, back... Back when you could do some shenanigans by placing a captain and a lieutenant next yeah. to a Lam Raider and a uh, Razorback all decked out with Laz Cannons. Mm-hmm. So you got to re-roll everything and he still managed to like get into melee range. Yeah, he, he, he stormed all the way across the battlefield and he punched that fucking tank. I mean, he still died. He but, still you know. died, but he was angry about it the yeah. whole time. I, I, he lived up to his name, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because he kept falling off his base. Yeah, I think that must that. be it. Sorry, everybody. I wasn't intentionally misleading you all. I just get confused. Anyway, send us more questions. We like those. They're fun. I want to ask you all a question. Who's your favorite biker mouse from Mars character? If you say Limburger, we'll ban you from the internet. The actor that played uh, Limburger was in uh, Babylon 5, and it was very confusing because I was watching, I was looking, it was playing a Narn, and I was like, why do I recognize you? What, what is it? It's obviously your voice that I'm recognizing because like, you're in the heavy prosthetics. prosthetics yeah. Why do I recognize? I look it up. I'm like, oh, it's Lindbergh, which was admittedly better than the other actor who I had that with. Of like, why do I recognize you? And then I found out it was because it was the actress that played uh, a lot of vagina in Austin oh. Powers. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are like, like, don't really think about um, a lot of this kind of stuff in the public eye. So, like, a lot of people would go, oh my god, as if you'd be in the Pixels movie. Oh my god, as if you'd be in like the live action fucking. Like Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh, it's, it's a like, paycheck. Yeah. No, no. The thing is, it's a paycheck and it's a screen credit. And the thing is, it's like, do you? It's like, no. You got to think about that. If you've been working so fucking hard to try and get on, like, into a movie, and um, the first one they throw at you is like fucking Conker's Bad Fur Day live action, you would fucking leap oh, at that yeah. chance. There yeah. is no fucking way you would not. So that's just a pet peeve I have. Where it's like, really? oh, my God. oh yeah, I don't even think about I, it like that. Like, because yeah, actors just they do the jobs that they get offered because yeah, you have no, to like, work. You, you see have to loads. Eat. Like, I, yeah. I remember. Like, I I will occasionally see loads of people who are like, oh my God, this actor did this as if you fucking would. It's like as if you wouldn't pass. Yeah, you only, get you, to be, you only get to be picky about it when you're already rich. Yeah, when you're already rich <laughs> and like you're already a known quantity. Yeah, but breaking that fucking film is like breaking that like barrier is so hard. Oh yeah, I mean so, yeah, no, that, that, yeah. that really pisses me off when people are like, oh my god, is if and it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I make no judgment about actors for doing shitty roles because Ugh. sometimes, sometimes you want a new conservatory, and there's only one way to do that if you're an actor. <laughs> yeah, or, or you want to get fed, but yeah, you know, whatever, you know. whatever. Um, yeah, thank you for the questions. Want to hear about your favorite bike and mice from Mars character? Because I just want to talk about bike and mice from Mars. Okay. <laughs> you, what's your? Who's your favorite? Um, as a kid, it was always Vinny because I thought his bike was the coolest. Cool. No, he's good because he's got sport bike. Because the three, the three of them. I also he was the one toy I could never get a hold of. Um, I could get hold of the actual individual characters, but I couldn't get hold of his bike. See, when I was growing up, because Moto is my favorite, um, because. Google him, you'll figure it out. <laughs> He's the coolest. Um, and, like, he he was always the least popular. Yeah, you could always find his stuff quite easily. I don't get it. It's just like, but he's the coolest. And also, um, I love um, Carbine, who's Throttle's Martian uh, resistance fighter girlfriend. Mm. She's so fucking cool. <laughs> but, yeah, Drummer Matt, what about you? 
Yeah. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say I can't really remember, but um, then then which one was which? But I mean, throttle seems cool. But he's got sunglasses. The... I like Rimfire because it just sounds like you, you've had. Have you awful fucking treat. googled them? You've, you, there's no way you know who Rimfire is. No, 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 like... I didn't. I was, I was googling. I was googling okay. to remind myself which name went with which one, and then yeah. scrolling down ever so slightly, Rimfire is a hilarious name. <laughs> so. It is, but it's like as a kid, I didn't realize how funny it was. But now I'm like, haha! But seriously, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Yes, I had a good sensible chuckle about that. Mm. But yes, uh, thank you very much for listening to whatever the fuck this was. The podcast that inevitably all roads in it leads to biker mice from Mars eventually. Oh, come. Yeah. I love the all roads lead to biker mice from Mars. Because we have referenced That was them one of the first episode in, titles. In Dingo mo- A My Biker Mice. Yeah, there's multiple episodes that have got names based yeah, on Yeah, and it's like, have you Mars heard about the, the mice cult of Mars? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, because it doesn't actually come up that often in our day-to-day no, lives. No, but when it does, it's powerful, because Biker Master of Mars is a fucking timeless piece of media. Did you ever play the Super Nintendo game? I really wanted it to. It fucking sucks. Yeah, it's I It's really bad. Yeah, I think... It's like, it's like an isometric driving game, like a racing game, mm. and it's not very good. Do you remember the time that I drew a Biker Mouse... A bike, like, I think I drew, like, uh, Modo or something for, like, uh, Inktober one year, and then I got followed by the shitty mobile game. Oh, And yeah. then I played the mobile game, and it was... The fucking worst thing ever. Yeah. It was just like a like a um, what do they call them? Infinite runners. Uh, was it? Oh Jesus! Yeah, but it was you were on a bike, and you could only play as throttle. And I was like, I don't fucking want to play as throttle. I want to play as moto. <laughs> I want to play on as moto as um, and little horse. I love I love it. How that's the name of his bike. But yes, thank you very much for joining us for this. Thank you for jo- thank you for joining the Misanthropod, the premier. Biker Mice Talking from about Mars. Biker Mice from Mars podcast, uh, we're going to reboot next uh, next time, and we're just going to every every episode is going to be talking about a new episode of Biker Mice from Mars. We're going to have a round table. We're going to discuss its themes, what it what it brings to animation as a genre, how the, it... the cinematic parallels between multiple famous movies like The Grapes of Wrath. The fucking, like, Jacob's Ladder. That's all there. The symbolism is there. It's poetry in motion. So until then, remember, you can only trust three things. Your bike, your bros, and your babe. <laughs> That's actually it. So until next time, let's rock and ride safely. So I don't know where you'd ride to safely. See, that started off like it was going to be a good sign-off. and then Oh, you just, fuck off! You was just it kind ever of, a good sign-off you, with me? You just kind of, like, petered out at the end. So, uh, goodbye, everybody. This is as good as it gets. Mm. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.